0: Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, I'm joined by Andrew Collin, who will tell us all about his improvisational journey. We'll play a couple games and, most importantly, learn how he improved his life. Let's hit it. Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. Today, I am joined by the incredibly talented man of the law, master of the coffee bean, owner of dog from the Chinese village. <laughs>
1: Andrew Collins. <laughs> hey, those are all accurate descriptions in one way or
0: another. <laughs> all right. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you doing tonight?
1: Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm doing well. It's, uh, I was very excited to be on here tonight. And it just it's it's happening. I can't it's happening.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you were mentioning to me before we started, this is the first time you've been on a podcast.
1: Yes, longtime listener, first-time talker. All right. So yes. It's uh, it's surreal in a way. It's I was gonna cool.
0: say no one calls. No one calls. <laughs> we don't have a phone number to call. It's okay. not-
1: Yes. Yeah, nobody. No, I haven't can. called in yet, but maybe yeah, I'll try next week. I'll,
0: I'll work on it, see if I can okay. set up a line. Um, but yeah, it's really great to have you on. Matt has sung your praises, and oh, uh, you. yeah, I think I think I may have sent an email to you, but it was not the correct address.
1: He mentioned that like he was trying to connect us. He's like, yeah. Michael's emailed you. I'm yeah, like, I'm,
0: I don't think he has. Yeah, two times, and I think. <laughs> He, I need to double check because Matt gave me the email, but I may have typed it wrong or I don't know.
1: Some like, and Andrew, like Schmalen out there is like, who is this Michael guy?
0: He's like, I don't do improv. <laughs> I don't, I'm uncomfortable with this. <laughs> How does he know my name? Yeah. There's, there's some guy out there who's really, uh, frightened, but, um, <laughs> I'm glad I was able to get the correct information yeah, it worked out. to get you now. on. Yeah. It was a, it was a journey. It was a journey. Um, so Andrew, as we're getting started, I'm, I'm looking up at this old sign here and I'm thinking, well, what's, what's your relationship to this old place, old IFTP?
1: Oh man. Um, it goes way back. Uh, mm. I think so how we started is, uh, my buddy and I were living in like West LA in like 2014, um, before I started law school mm. and, um, we didn't know how much longer we'd be living together. If I was going to go to law school in a different part of the country, so oh, we're yeah. like, we need to take an acting class while we're in Los Angeles. And my buddy really wanted to do improv, so mm. we found uh, Matt and IFTP on I think Yelp, and then show up, and then next thing you know, um, I'm doing a scene on my first uh, first class about <laughs> like monologuing about pretzels or something is what i vaguely remember <laughs> As you
0: should yeah.
1: and uh, i just completely fell in love with the the studio and improv and then have been taking classes teaching classes on and off at iftp for about 10 years now
0: wow yeah going back to 2014 it's 2024 oh I know, no. andrew it no <laughs> no that was yesterday yeah Ah, oh, yikes. Oh, yeah, this is the first guest I've had on in 2024, so now oh. that's really sinking in. Happy New Year. Oh, yikes, Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, well, that's amazing. Ten years of kind of history here at IFTP, going back to, like you said, you were at the old, old theater in the Washington Boulevard,
1: Yeah, right? yeah, West yeah. LA, Washington Boulevard, and Electric, or around that, that okay. area.
0: yeah, so yeah. you've seen some change.
1: You've seen some glow-up in the studio. To say the least, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, Matt... I think at the time there's probably three classes. Mm, yeah. How many are there now? Like nine, 10? Like,
0: yeah, a lot. a lot. I mean, uh, four different days of, yeah, four different days a week. There's classes and a lot of random workshops and one-off classes yeah. and a podcast, I guess. We're still here. So
2: <laughs> I think I yeah. heard of
1: that. Yeah. And, was... and yeah, multiple teachers. It's a, uh, it's really become such an amazing, like even greater place reaching more and more people. So yeah. it's, it's awesome to still be a part of it. Some
0: might say because of you.
1: Oh, Maybe,
0: maybe, maybe a maybe. little bit. Well, we'll dig into that <laughs> in a little bit. Um, so, before we get uh, a little more in depth on Andrew Collin, we got to play some three things. Ooh, love it! All right. So, have you played three things before? I have. Yeah, it's like five yeah. things, but we just do three because we're lazy. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, these categories, well, I tried to make them personalized to you, oh, Andrew. Wow. So uh, I've cute. done some research. I've done some sleuthing. I always enjoy doing that. <laughs> uh, any questions before we get started?
1: No, I think I'm, hit me with them. This right. could go a number of ways, so okay. I'm, so I'm okay. intrigued.
0: We'll do uh, three things from three different categories. I'll tell you the category, you do it, and then, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, You got it. All right, here we go. These are three things. First category, favorite impressions that you do?
1: Oh, um, uh, Patrick Warburton. One. Um, Chris Collinsworth. Two. Uh, oh, Sam Elliott. Three. These
0: are three things. All right, very nice, very nice. Number two, 90s kids
1: things. Oh, um... Doug, one, um, third eye blind, two, um, uh, um, uh, Gogurt, three.
0: Very nice. <laughs> All right, last category: tools for making coffee.
1: You need a scale, one, a good grinder, two, and um, I'm going to say a, a a brewing a brewer of your choice. I like the Hario
0: Three. These are three things. All right, let's circle back. Favorite impressions. I was I was not expecting Chris Collinsworth. I hate that guy. <laughs> really? Now here's a guy like Now oh. here's a guy. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> he's pretty awful. <laughs>
0: he's in my least favorite commentators. I think it's like Chris Collinsworth, Jason Garrett. Oh, he's And yeah. and maybe Tony Romo actually. You're
1: not a Romo guy. No, he's just uh, He's, he's, he's It's divisive because I think he just approaches each thing with like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to say stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, And like, I think I liked him when he was new on the scene, but now it's
1: just. A little over it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, oh man. So that's, I appreciate that impression because it's. I don't know anyone who likes Chris Collinsworth.
1: Yeah. Maybe his family. (laughs) I hope so. I hope. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one of my first videos I ever like uploaded to either TikTok or Instagram was Mm. like a. an impression of Chris Collinsworth at a dog show. <laughs> and I, I'm still kind of fond of that one, which yeah. I, I don't think really resonated with people at the time. But I uh, just the idea of him being like, now here's a dog that yep. is just uh, the Tom Brady of dogs. Oh like, yeah, Something about that really tickles me.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of fun. It's just like taking his character and applying it in other contexts. Right. Like, yeah, I want to see that <laughs> because I want to hate on him anywhere I can.
1: Yeah. The more avenues to do so, the better. Yeah. You
0: get it. You get it. And I mean, Patrick Warburton, who doesn't like him?
1: Okay. He's the best. He's great. The just best. The, uh, he's really, I mean, I fell in love with, like, his style of comedy, I think, watching Seinfeld.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's just, so good.
1: Just the uh, sort of blank stare on his face. Right? <laughs> and, like, him doing uh, the guy from... Um, Damper's New Crew. Yeah. Yeah. My wife loves that one. Yeah.
0: I think that's a, like how I first saw him and then watching Seinfeld later. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is, uh, he's the king of the 90s.
1: He's like such a specific kind of doofus that I love. Yeah. He's so yeah. good at it. Yeah. All right.
0: And that last one, Sam Elliott. I mean, Sam Elliott.
1: Yeah, Sam Elliott. Legend.
0: I just watched uh, Tombstone pretty recently. Okay. For the first time. I Haven't seen that one. One amazing movie. You should go home and watch it. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, it came out in 93, I think. But, uh, Sam Elliott, great. Killed yeah. it. It's like Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott, uh, Val Kilmer's in there. Oh, my gosh. Sam Elliott should always be a cowboy.
1: Oh, I think I have a, a video about one of the first things I ever did that I really loved. It was like a video I made of Sam Elliott scrolling through like CastingNetworks.com. Mm. And it was just like cowboy, cowboy, cowboy. Like,
2: <laughs> that looks interesting.
0: <laughs> it just Yeah, that's all he gets. And he's looked the same for so long. At Tombstone he looks the same as he does now and that was
1: <laughs> like 30 years ago still the white hair and everything yeah
0: and the mustache and like he he was old in that movie <laughs> he was an older brother
1: than <laughs> that's how I always feel about like Larry David as mm, well and yeah. uh, like yeah. Leslie Nielsen if you love yes he's oh, always yeah. kind of been old even yeah, when it's he's like when
0: did have you ever looked different
1: yeah, yeah there's no way
0: Larry David's always had like the bald crown of his head with the yeah. like wrap around hair I think <laughs>
1: like, he's been bald since he was like 20 something yeah yeah yeah
0: but, I uh, I believe it yeah I believe it oh man all right that's second category uh I asked you about 90s kids things uh because I I scrolled through your Instagram and just mm-hmm. seeing many of the thumbnails of your reels, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw a lot of things in there, very relatable. Um, and you mentioned Gogurt, which <sighs> I love. Gogurt.
1: Yeah. I don't know why that one came to mind, but for some reason, it was just like a, such a specific core memory of yeah. like, why would you eat Gogurt? Why would you eat yogurt with a spoon when you can just shove it in your yeah, face? Just, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I didn't even like yogurt that much, but. Something about it just like sticks in my brain. They
0: made it fun. Yeah. they made yogurt fun. They did. Yeah, we used to. Uh, my sister and I used to put them in the freezer. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, was like a, almost like ice cream.
0: Yeah, it was so good, like frozen yogurt. Wow, you're ahead of your time. I, I did. That was probably my mom's idea. I don't know, but I <laughs> it's remember. Like it your own hot summer day? bust out of frozen yogurt. Ooh, genius! I'm gonna try that now. It's so good, it's so good. Um, was i was gonna ask. I think you mentioned Doug, and then uh, what was the other thing?
1: Oh, Third Eye Blind.
0: Oh, Third Eye Blind. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, a lot of a lot of good stuff still meaningful that uh, came out in the 90s.
1: Yeah. I mean, I still watch Doug kind of often. Kind if you of have a yeah. Paramount Plus, there's um you can watch like every Nickelodeon show and Doug is one that just holds up so much even today. It's yeah. just uh I don't know, something so nostalgic about it and and clever and and charming. Yeah. About like just a boy who's 11 and a half just going through life.
0: That's a great age, 11 and a half. Yeah. On, the, on the cusp of being a teen.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah that awkward yeah. transitionary period. Yeah. It's a
0: tough time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I hate to do this, but I'm going to circle back to Chris Collinsworth. If you have a Chris <laughs> Collinsworth impression, are you a football fan?
1: I am, big okay. time. Who's your team? The Eagles. Oh,
0: man. Boy, I'm sorry.
1: It's been rough.
0: Things are. It's been a bit of a meltdown.
1: Yeah, yeah, a bit it's, of a meltdown.
0: Uh, stumbling into the playoffs. It's
1: been maybe the greatest collapse I've seen in a, a long time.
0: I think the Jaguars was pretty bad.
1: That was bad this year. Yeah. So I, I like Doug Peterson.
0: Yeah, former Eagles coach. Yeah. Got you a mm-hmm. Super Bowl. The yeah. good friend of mine is a is a big Eagles fan. So oh really? Yeah.
1: Is he in just dire straits right now? Yeah, he's in shambles. Yeah.
0: It's like you going to the playoffs, but. Are we?
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. It feels like we've all given up. Yeah. I showed my brother this, uh, like, just something I saw on Instagram or Twitter mm. the other day that was, like, I think it was after the loss last week, like, not even the other uh, day. Oh, yeah. And it was just, like, I saw my neighbor taking down his Eagles flag. Oh. And, I saw, and it was just a picture of Jim Carrey just, like, crying and Uh-oh. nodding. Like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. So I got to ask, what's your, what's your team?
0: Oh, boy. Well, I'm a Chargers fan. I don't oh. know if you've ever met one, but...
1: I have one and uh, he's like barely a Chargers fan. Okay. Yeah. See,
0: but, uh, I grew up down there in San Diego. So okay. Was, so
1: you're one yeah. of the ones that stuck with it. Yeah. Okay. yeah I,
0: I took a break and then I was like, you know what? I'm here. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's, well, it's always been rough. That's all I, I know. I really it's say just about like that.
1: decades of yeah. just mediocrity.
0: Yeah. Oh well, yeah. My entire uh, time watching, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my entire fandom, which uh, yeah, has gone on for a while now
1: maybe this year you never know next year if you hired the right right coach
0: I want to get Jim Harbaugh he's playing in the national championship right Right now (laughs) I hope he wins and then he's like I'm done with college football it's
1: very possible
0: uh, uh, Michigan was up 17-3 last time I checked the score I think Uh, they
1: tied it up since we walked in oh no no they didn't sorry they didn't tie it up but they scored a touchdown
0: oh Washington scored that's Mm -hmm. not good I need Michigan (laughs) I really need Michigan to win I I need Harbaugh to be done quit and then come coach the Chargers and then lose a the Super Bowl to his brother. That's, that's what
1: I need to happen. That's all within the realm of possibility. Yeah,
0: all within the realm. All right. Uh, so, well, go birds. I'm rooting Again. for him this weekend because uh, I don't want to see you sad, Andrew. I, I appreciate that. And I know yeah. my friend feel the same way. I don't want to see him sad either.
1: It's going to be a weird Monday night. I think yeah. either way. Oh, yeah, it's Monday night. I oh, know yeah. yeah,
0: it's a super wild card weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, yikes. So you got to be nervous all weekend. Yeah. Can't get it out of the way. I know.
1: And then, and then yeah. Just watch all the other games and think about the scenarios that might happen. Yep. yep. What
0: can you do? That's football. <laughs> yep. It's football. I'm kinda glad I don't have to watch this year.
1: Yeah, you can playoffs. just watch as like a uh, a non attached yeah, person. I'm, I'm just gonna like uh
0: root for somebody and yep. just relax, no stress. Pick your guys and, and go mm-hmm.
1: for it. I, yeah. I gotta say I went last year when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, I flew mm. home to Philadelphia to watch it with my oh, buddies. Wow.
0: Okay, so you're from out there.
1: Yeah. So okay, uh nice. in 2017 when we won, I was out oh. here and it was still really fun like me yeah. and my wife just watched at the uh like that Eagles bar in Santa Monica. Yeah, and it was yeah. like it was like being in Philadelphia in a way, but yeah. seeing all my friends Not the just same. go crazy. I was like, well, if we Priest win, do some weird Exactly. Yeah. Do some weird stuff. Yes. Um but I wanted to be out there in case it happened again, but instead it was just Pretty depressing.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, I hate yeah. the Chiefs, so I'm with you okay. there. Yeah, they yeah. just beat up the Chargers now all the time. So oh, yeah,
1: I that's like... Them. I can't even imagine, like, remember the last time Chiefs lost to the Chargers, so... Oh,
0: no, I can't either. Yeah, it's yeah. been a minute. Pre-Mahomes, I think. Well, no, the uh, Chargers beat Mahomes once. Okay. That, that was cool. <laughs> Take that it to cool. the bag. That was one yeah. game, I think, yeah, uh, back when we still had Phillip Rivers. Anyway... <laughs> No need to focus on the past.
1: Uh, <laughs> we're looking toward the future.
0: Yep. We're looking towards the future. So that last category I asked you about coffee. Why would I ask you about coffee?
1: You asked me about coffee, Michael, because I'm really into coffee.
2: Good. I love
1: um, it. And it's funny because I think my obsession sort of started with with um, our, our good friend Matt Moore. Ah. Um, I forget why exactly, but maybe like 2018, 2019-ish, I... Um, I asked him if he wanted to go to coffee con in Los Angeles. Oh, interesting. Um, I was kind of new to coffee at that time and it just mm. sounded like a really fun thing to do. My wife doesn't drink coffee, so oh. I know Matt so really liked coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's difficult, but uh, it just means more for me in the yep. end. There you go. Um, and then there was just a really cool event where, you know, for a small admission, you just got to try coffee from all these different roasters and I was just my mind kind of opened up to like what coffee could could be, and yeah. uh it just also honestly looked really fun to make it on your own at home
0: yeah
1: um and then probably during the pandemic, I got some basic equipment, like uh like a nice sort of kettle and a, mm. a Chemex and a scale uh, okay, yeah, and just started going from there and, and learning about it and and really enjoying the process of making my own coffee at home mm. Mm. and then uh shortly thereafter I guess started making like videos about it and um one kind of caught a good amount of attention on on Instagram that I really liked and um just started kind of posting more more coffee content
0: oh that's awesome I mean I I love those Instagram like coffee videos so I'm I'm a recent aspiring uh barista I suppose oh yeah yeah just like low level low key but uh uh my question was going to be: Do you have a favorite drink or like a signature drink you like to make, or is it just like black pour over coffee? Like,
1: yeah, it's a good question. I I recently got an espresso machine, mm-hmm. and um that's been really fun to yeah. to mess around with because if you ever seen those like videos on on YouTube or TikTok where it's just like people being like really um, intricate about their espresso preparation, yeah. I was like, I want I want to do that. That yeah. looks fun. Um, but I think still my heart, my favorite drink is just like, like you said, I like it's like a black pour over coffee. Mm. Um, I like sure. it iced too, but, oh, yeah. um, I'm not a big milk guy. It kind mm. of messes with my stomach. Oh, okay. uh, so a lot of the fun with espresso is like milk, steaming yeah. milk, texturizing mm-hmm. milk. So I've just sort of, I think oh. my favorite thing is just, uh, either a, a black coffee or, uh, an iced americano i really enjoy mm, too. Iced americano is good yeah i also recently just
0: got an espresso machine oh really and i've been loving it like yeah it's been a lot of fun
1: which one of you did you get
0: uh it's nothing crazy it's like a 50 dollars one from amazon okay but uh you know you put in the grinds it makes espresso and it frosts milk so oh, it's a good go. like yeah good place to start and um it's been fun so far. That's awesome. Yeah. I
1: did like... You can
0: make like four shots at a time. So.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's cool about coffee is it totally can be what you want it to be. Yeah. Like, if you're one of those people that just wants to sort of get into your rocket fuel for the day, mm-hmm. you can totally find something that'll let you do that and maybe yeah. like, you know, save money versus going to the, the coffee shop every day. Yep. Or if you're a nerd that loves science and just really wants to get into it and really maximize the equipment you have, then you can do that too. Yeah.
0: I think I'm on that path. It's just like I'm. Um, <laughs> it's gonna get there eventually.
1: It's a, it's a long, yeah. a long path because of the barrier to entry is yeah is pretty great. I think yeah. uh, not only in terms of like monetary wise, but like the time and mm-hmm. the information just takes a while. So like you're, it's just gonna be like if you can continue to like it, you'll continue to to grow and purchase new things and try new things out. But yeah, yeah. I, I've gotten a few of my friends like more interested in mm. coffee just from talking about it with them and yeah it's been fun but yeah there's a sort of a different um people like have a different sort of experience with coffee and there's like different ways that they can really enjoy it so that's what I think is so unique and fun about it
0: mm, 100% i just yeah it's fun it's fun to make yeah, drinks totally yeah that's what i like and i just been experimenting with like different lattes Basically, kind of nice. like all right what can i throw in here nutella <laughs> just like
1: <laughs> how are you at uh, texturing milk i find uh, that very difficult
0: i'm okay so we have like a hand like electric frother and then there's this steam frother built into the machine which has actually been really great Mm -hmm. i've been trying to do non-dairy stuff a little bit and getting the oat milk's been working getting a little frothy Mm -hmm. it's hard to replace cow milk yeah it's just it's so good it works so well i uh i
1: went to uh have you heard of that place in LA called like the butcher the baker the cappuccino maker yeah I went there yesterday for brunch with some friends Mm. and they have those like colored lattes Mm. just like insane latte art yeah and I'm like I don't think I'll ever be at that level
0: yeah there's I hear there's a machine that can like 3d print latte art yeah I've seen it there's there's a place you can go and you can buy one to have at home. And I was like, well, that's no fun if a machine does it. Yeah, like, that's, what's the point? It takes the artistry
1: out of it. Right, just kind of like having a sunset on a coffee for the yeah. sake of it. Yeah, it's
0: like, <laughs> oh, wow, it's a hyper-realistic photo of my face on the latte. Like, I don't want that. <laughs> don't you know, it's cool that. when someone, like, like has is able to do it.
1: But, yeah. Really impressive. Yeah.
0: The best I've done is uh, write my wife's name in honey, <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> but it's <cool>. like sloppy, <laughs> but I'm like, ah, you can read that, right? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. three letters. So that's well, why that really helped. Easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm fortunate, fortunate. Yeah. Kept it short, but you know, that's just fun stuff. Like it's just fun to make fun to drink. That's it's a weekend thing.
1: Totally. Yeah. yeah. And it just honestly, like part of the reason I got into it too, it just like save so much money versus yeah. going to the, the coffee shop, and you yeah. add like, that's fun to treat yourself every once in a while. Oh, but yeah. like, if you're doing that all the time, that's so much money a week.
0: Yeah, because yeah. now drinks are like, pretty much six dollars. I feel yeah. like
1: I had yeah. a cold brew that was like eight dollars. There's a nothing. Ago. It's cold brew. Right now, like, I was like, why am I paying so much for
0: this? Yeah, you're like, oh look, look, look. This doesn't have milk. This doesn't yeah. have We're like, yeah, it's it's a little ridiculous out here.
1: Oh yeah, uh, it can't be. For
0: yeah, sure. I mean, there's. I still like to go every now and
1: then. No, yeah, I mean, treat yourself. Yeah, I mean, treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. yourself.
0: All right. Last coffee question. Then we're going
1: to talk about improv, but it's fun to talk coffee. No. Yeah. I'm here for it. Whatever you want. It's an,
0: it's a, um, blossoming hobby, I suppose. Um, all right. Do you have a favorite coffee shop in LA?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. I, um, I really like this coffee shop called the boy and the bear. Mm. I think they have three locations. Uh, they have one in Pasadena and I think maybe like two in the South Bay. Okay. And, uh, really cool aesthetic in mm. there. Um, and really great, a variety of coffee drinks. Um, but honestly there's a, there's a, so many good ones. Another cool one is called Mandarin coffee stand mm. in Pasadena. Um, another one called good boy coffee, I think in the South Bay, but yeah, I think the boy and the bear is probably my, my favorite.
0: Okay. All right. I might have to check it out. I yeah. I might
1: it's might worth a, it it's worth a visit that I did pay for a pour over there once, which, um, I always feel so guilty when I order a pour over yeah. at a shop because it's like it takes it's it's a six process. minutes. So, yeah. like, I always try to do it when the shop's relatively empty. So, yeah, like, if it's slammed I'm not going to be like, Excuse me, did yeah. you
0: take an extra 10 minutes <laughs> this for is me? a huge line behind you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, one day, one day of the week where it was a little um, emptier, I did it and uh, mm. it was pretty, it was probably like over eight bucks but it was a really delicious cup of coffee. I mean,
0: there's a process for that though. So at least the price there is like, like cold brew. It's like, that's already made. Right. That just sat in a fridge.
1: No. Yeah. It's like the barista is paying a lot of attention for me and like, yeah, we've taken five minutes out just to like make sure everything's specifically done in a, in a certain way. So it was a very good cup of coffee, but it's not something that I would do with uh, great frequency. Yeah. On the reg. Yeah.
0: Mm, Understood. Understood. Yeah. All right. So Andrew, we gotta talk about uh, we gotta talk about improv. That's why we're here. Uh, that's the name of the game. Who knows? Football or coffee could come <laughs> up again. Uh, so I want to ask Skew, I want you to think about like back in your life. When was the first time you heard about, learned about, saw improv? When was that?
1: That's a good question because I have a very specific answer. Ooh, um, good. I just remember my my bedtime in like sixth grade. Mm. I think it was ten o'clock, ten thirty maybe. Whoa! Yeah. Wow,
3: that's is that late? Is that late?
0: I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. That feels late. It does.
1: I, I think it got bumped at ten Wild thirty child. at some point okay. when my brother was older and he's staying up. And I'm like, oh oh I'm staying yeah. Up. That but then it, it I think part of it may have been because at like nine or nine thirty, whose line is it anyway? Was on. Mm. And um I don't remember. I guess how exactly we started watching it. Maybe it was my parents, but mm. I just. Me and my brother just completely fell in love with it and the short form comedy of it all. And, oh, yeah. Uh, these such talented performers mm-hmm. just coming up with all these hilarious bits off the top of their heads just kind of blew my mind. And I s- still remember my mom and dad being like, it's just scripted. There's no way.
0: There's <laughs> no way. Um, now, boys, they may <laughs> say it's made up, but it's not.
1: Yes, I still remember it. I'm like, I, I really think it's real. <laughs> Um, and it's like the performers, I specifically remember like Colin Mochrie, Ryan Stiles and Wayne Brady just being like, that's the big three. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just being like, I guess I didn't have the intent that like, I want to do that. But I remember thinking like, that's the epitome of, of comedy to me.
0: Yeah. It it doesn't get funnier than this.
1: Yeah. And it was so silly too. And Mm. I think that really resonated with me because it's just like these grown men having fun being silly. Yeah. Um, without, you know, costumes or props or a script. So that was really
2: intriguing.
0: Yeah. There's nothing else like it on TV. No. I remember, yeah, my parents showed it to my sister and
1: I and I was like, what the heck? (laughs) This is awesome.
2: What is going on? How did they do
0: that? They're so good at sound effects.
1: Like the song still, even having done improv now for 10 years, I still don't, the songs and coming up with lyrics that quickly is something that I don't think I'll ever be. Yeah, they're
0: they're all so incredible mm-hmm. at That's it. incredible, yeah, yeah. Just all the, what, the Irish drinking songs. And oh, the, yeah. yeah. All the different formats <laughs> they had
1: were always so fun. I think one of my favorite games had to be Greatest Hits, which is when mm. Colin and Ryan would kind of, like, describe what the song was going to be about, and then Wayne and sometimes the second performer right. would, would sing the song. There were so many good moments. Really oh, yeah. 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 Uh,
0: that's fun. Well, tonight, you're going to be playing Greatest hit. No. no.
1: That would be so mean. He's got like a guitarist that walks out of here and I'm just like, are, are you ready?
0: We've got a live band. They're in the restroom right now. But you pack
1: a lot of people in there.
0: Yeah, well, that's our <laughs> waiting room as well. That would be crazy. Okay, so you saw Who's Line. How, how old were you when you first saw Who's Line?
1: I think I was probably like thirteen ish. Thirteen. Oh um, yeah, you
0: said sixth grade. Yeah, around that there age. There. Yeah, like, with the ten thirty bedtime, cool guy. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> is that still your bedtime now? Or
1: honestly, it's probably earlier. Mm, I think yeah. we start getting ready for bed at like nine forty-five.
0: Yeah. You get yeah. up early. Uh, sometimes.
1: sometimes. Sometimes. My my wife always gets up really early, and I yeah. try to get up early, but um, yeah. it takes a while for us to wind down. I think these days, yeah. Which is when in childhood you're just like, i right, I'm, I'm gonna go sleep.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. No more. I wish. That'd be so nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's not like that. Hmm. Okay. So you saw Who's Line, and you were like, wow, this show's crazy. So growing up, were were you interested in performing at all? Like with the music or art or dance or acting? Was that something you did or you're just like, meh?
1: Yeah. I mean, not in a structured way mm. is, is what I can think of because I wasn't involved in theater um, or really too much in the arts, but my friends and I love to like make, stupid little videos on our handheld cameras. Yeah. Um, And I think I slowly fell in love with performing and just making my friends laugh. Yeah. Um, And that was just something so, and and myself, like them making me laugh, like just that reciprocal nature of us goofing and having fun is what I really came to love and and slowly learned more about like editing as well Mm. and making videos and and putting them all together. So nothing in the structure of like... um, like a theater or something, like any formal training, but I just really came to love um, filmmaking in a way. Nothing that could be called a film, really, that prestigious word, but just goofing around.
0: Yeah, but video content, too. I mean, that's, like, it's huge, especially, I think, like, kind of growing up. I think we're a similar age. Yeah. Like, yeah, growing up with the rise of YouTube and just, like, Mm. being able to edit videos, post them online and share them. And, like, it's huge. Just absolutely revolutionary.
1: Um, Yeah, that's... uh, another form of content I came to love is like online yeah. sketches. Yeah,
0: short form video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so much that you can do. Um, did you ever have a flip video camera? Uh, do
1: you remember those? I don't think I did. Was it digital?
0: Yeah, they were digital.
1: And it wasn't a phone? No, it wasn't a phone. I think either. I remember them, but I don't think I yeah, had they were. Yeah, they
0: were real, they had their moment because it was, you know, like cell phones had cameras, but you know, the video was terrible. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, digital cameras, of course, everybody, you know, SD card and all that. Right. But the flip, they, they had the built in like USB adapters. So you'd plug it directly into the mm-hmm. computer. You'd get the video right off of it. Insane. That's awesome. I, I think they were, there was like the dying breath. And then smartphones started getting better. But that was late, late 2000s, mid to late 2000s, I'm like I think. I vaguely having this,
1: this weird memory of a commercial for like a device that wasn't a phone, but it was like, it's a camera. Yeah. It's a video camera. Yeah. And it had all these other functions. And I remember it. I was like, Fifteen, I'm like, technology has come too far. (laughs)
0: Like nobody needs this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If I feel like it was a predecessor to a GoPro, almost.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of remembering it, but I think I don't. I think the last you know handheld camera I had probably before a cell phone or like a a DSLR camera was like just a standard videotape camera. Yeah, like maybe it shot HD, but like seven (laughs) twenty. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think uh, my parents are willing to shell out for that so it was yeah, like yeah, kind of yeah, an older sure. camera that like got yeah. the job done yeah if you had a firewire. wire cord.
0: Mm. oh yeah yeah all <laughs> the different cables you'd have to have yeah i remember my dad had this camcorder that i brought to a friend's house because we were making some dumb video <laughs> we, we made this thing it's called welcome to the asylum <laughs> and starring you both Uh, oh it was a bunch of us we had a sleepover (laughs) and like Uh we were all like oh we gotta shoot this this weekend Um, and I was like guys I'll bring the camcorder and I was like okay 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 brought the camcorder we shot it all we couldn't figure out how to get the video off of the camcorder cause it shot in this like the proprietary file format I can't even remember what it was and I was like guys I'm I'm so sorry And and I told my friends I was like I can't I can't leave this footage on here. I don't want my dad to see.
2: Oh no. So I deleted it. Oh, all that that effort.
0: So we never said, this was a sequel too. There had been a welcome to the asylum and this was welcome to the asylum part two.
1: What are your, what are the fans going to think? weren't they um, disappointed by the lack of the release yeah
0: dozens dozens <laughs> were disappointed
1: that is a I, huge bummer yeah
0: I've, i that was bad that was a
1: really low moment and that I really
0: disappointed all my friends <laughs> all
1: that hard work that is that is rough because it, it's like if you had a large cast they all had so much yeah, fun there was, it. it was
0: like six of us I think like came together that <sighs> did they weekend. forgive you um, you know we were able to move past it <laughs> okay. eventually I think we did a a school project later that was pretty fun. As a matter of fact, and we didn't use that camera. So someone else was like, "Oh, we're not using Michael's camera this time around."
1: I remember when you mentioned that my friend and I made a a video for our eighth grade Spanish class. That Mm. was you had to make a video, and then we filmed it on my dad's camera, and then we couldn't figure out how to get it onto my computer. Yep, yeah. And then what we had to do was my in the little preview window that kind of flipped out of the camera Oh no. my friend took his camera yep and filmed the preview window oh no! the whole thing oh and then uh i think we got it like at least a b yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, what could you do that little like stupid screen that yeah oh, it's just
1: funny to give have like that be the assignment when like none of these kids are going to be equipped to like yeah edit anything yeah. that's remotely good
0: yeah just throw it in a windows movie maker yeah, for sure. oh yeah that was the best i love that <laughs> thing that thing was great i uh i used to this is going way back i don't think i've ever admitted this publicly um there was a phase in my life i was uh, very into pokemon
1: uh, i'm still in that phase so yeah I'm, I'm i agree.
0: i'm still i'm still a fan <laughs> i'm still a fan but, uh, you know, I was younger, so I had a lot of time. Yeah. And um, I used to record battles, but I would point the camera oh. at the screen
1: Are you and just gonna record re- it and upload it. Are you going to reveal to me that you're one of my favorite, like, PokeTubers right now? <laughs> you know, it
0: was a short, <laughs> short Darn. career. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I think the channel still exists, but I cannot even log into it. Right. If I If you even... find
1: it, you got to send it to me.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I know what it is exactly. I'm not going to say it okay. <laughs> on recording, but I know I could find it right now oh i love that yeah i i don't i should show that to my wife i don't think she knows that <laughs> that exists i didn't speak or anything on the videos i yeah. just recorded it and like put just the game sound
1: oh man i gotta tell you something now yeah um i, I confess, probably haven't Confessed to anyone publicly yeah but on one of my first youtube channels or maybe it was a secondary one i made i filmed my nintendo ds yeah that's
0: what my yeah it was on and the DS. Uh, yeah. it
1: was like um uh, a video of a level one Pokemon Mm. getting like 800,000 EXP at once or something. Oh, nice. And it like,
0: it's like a glitch or yeah.
1: Yeah. And I filmed it and I kind of never didn't think anything of it. And then like, I think I went back to that video like a year later and it had like over a million views. Wow. Yeah. And you're like, Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, when did this happen? <laughs> Why? I mean, yeah.
0: yeah, I, that's probably a video. Yeah. I would watch that. I'd be like, oh, yeah, what
1: a, does happen? Exactly. <laughs> <it's>, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it peaks a lot of curiosity. Yeah. People want to see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh,
0: my videos probably did not uh, pass 50 views. They're yeah, still so.
1: hanging below the hundreds. Yeah,
0: well, now, you know, they're they're not relevant. They're buried deep oh, in yeah. YouTube. The algorithm like, somewhere. They're from a game that came out uh, 15 plus years ago.
1: That's my, uh, you know? my wife recently was, like, clearing stuff out of the house. And she's mm-hmm. like, do you want any of these games anymore? And they're, like, Pokemon games. And mm-hmm. I'm like, part of me wants to keep them. Part of me's like, I'm never going to yeah. play these. So she, like, put them on. She went to GameStop or something, no. and the guy was straight up like, just put these on offer up. Yeah. And then, like, within minutes, she got, like, offers of, like, yeah. $150. Oh,
0: yeah. You can make money with those. Yeah. Those so are.
1: Made a, made a good chunk. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, on eBay
0: or, yeah, yeah. people resell.
1: Like, Cause... within minutes, people are, are yeah. all about that. Can I
0: ask, like, do you know which games?
1: <laughs> I think they were, like, black and white. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And maybe black and white, too. Ah,
0: oh, those are fan favorites. Any of the yeah. DS, DS games, like, hold up really well in value. Yeah.
1: Apparently, I, I had no idea because I figured you could probably just get them on like the e shops now or something, but maybe not. Nope,
0: really. Nope, not Nintendo, man. That's they make it difficult. Yeah, I, I know. I'm revealing a lot about myself. This no, is I'm, an
1: unexplored <laughs> side of me at, at IFTP. Oh, no, there's gamers yeah. will relate. Yeah, I, I. There's some of you out there. I Look. Know it.
0: I'm not afraid to admit it. I, I know my Pokemon pretty well. Not to
1: brag. Me too. We got to talk about this more.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all
1: I'm going <laughs> to say. Uh, I know some things. Okay, cool. I know some I'm, things. I'm right there with you.
0: All right, good, good, good. Okay. Um, so growing up, you weren't a performer, but you were, you were forged in the fires of early YouTube days, early video editing, using Window Movie Maker, hanging out with your friends, making stuff. Like, I think the lunch table is such a strong mm. venue to like make you funny.
1: Oh, for sure. Because
0: that environment of like, I'm with all my friends, like oh, I I want to make them laugh, you know, yeah. like just being at school, being in classes and like all those things, like it's just, that's your place to perform, test out
1: material. Definitely. You know? But I like, strangely enough, I'm still, and still am, I'm pretty like an introverted person. So mm. I think I, when I think of like high school, um, class clowns, like I don't put myself in that category. Like I yeah. have very specific, really funny kids in my mind. And yeah. I think I was always a little too shy yeah. to, try to put myself out there in that way but i think amongst my friends like you said with the lunch table i love goofing off it's the venue and then eventually like um my school started doing this like sort of like all guy pageant Mm. um i think probably my junior year and it was called uh like mr Harrington. it was like the name of the high school and then um I like don't know what what compelled me to, to do it and to try it but mm. I did it and then like I performed and did things that I ordinarily don't think I would ever do like on stage yeah. and I think that was a really great way to sort of like break out of my shell and be like I can I can be myself in a way that people will
0: Wait what will did you like do? Or, what was your
2: act?
1: Uh, so there was a uh, video component I think where mm. they interviewed you and I think I had a silly little interview that nice. you know got some laughs yeah. and then there was like a talent portion and in that, I played a, I played a B.B. Max song mm. um, with my two friends that sang with me. And I, nice. I I don't remember at the beginning, but I think we had like a funny little banter. Yeah. Um, and and then the other portions were just like dancing things that I don't remember super well. I mm. uh, didn't win, but it was just like a great sort <sighs> of. a shame. You were yeah. the people's champ. People's that's what champ. I like to think. Yeah. My best friend actually won. Mm. Uh, well, that's good. Still holds that.
0: So you're the reason he won then.
1: I'd like to think so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the same friend that I think I mentioned at the beginning that you know we did improv together mm. um, but yeah, in a weird way, I was just like I, it's fun to to goof off and like people actually think like what I have to say is you know funny or like i'm you know I can be funny on stage or in a way like that I can be myself and that's not totally weird, but like you know some people will enjoy yeah and ah. just performing in that way i found a little invigorating and fun yeah.
0: oh definitely mm-hmm. yeah and like in high school too that's a big moment if you're choosing to get up on stage and perform in front of your peers definitely like so that's a you were ready you're like yeah. look, i've been at the lunch table i know what's up <laughs> i've been editing on windows movie maker
1: <laughs> every single day at this lunch table i've been taking notes of what people have been yeah. saying i'm ready to get after. i'm, it. I'm
0: ready to get after <laughs> it that's really cool so that was kind of like your first taste of like Getting up on stage, then yeah. and kind of doing that. I mean, I'm sure you've been forced on stage through school stuff before, but
1: yeah, yeah, that was I think everyone the first. has. Yeah, like I think I was Stuart Little, <laughs> nice. and, or I was the brother. Uh, in the Stuart Little play. Which yeah, is a big role. Ne- never that mind. a big never role.
0: Mind. <laughs> never mind. I thought we had a leading man. Already, but <laughs> no, well, unfortunately, not. There's
2: a character actor. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: that's pretty cool. That Stuart Little play.
1: Yeah, we did the play. Like it was like right after the movie came out. Oh, okay, too, so yeah, maybe it was like kind of in the zeitgeist. Yeah.
0: I was in a Shrek play. Like, you know, there's oh, a Shrek musical now? No, that This was, but that
1: awesome this was before there was a
0: Shrek musical. Okay. So it was
1: like Shrek was hot uh-huh.
0: and then there was a Shrek play.
1: Is this in high school?
0: No, this was in a, like, this was around when the movie came out. Like,
1: oh, is it like 2001?
0: Yeah. Something? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was, very cool. Yeah. I was one of the, I think I was one of the pigs or something. <laughs> I don't even know. It was it was like a community theater. They're like, we're doing Shrek.
1: That's sick. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. Because now there's like there's been a Shrek Broadway musical and like okay. it's been a whole thing. But this was no, Adam we were not at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who wrote this. I don't know.
1: We gotta find them. Yeah, get them on the I pod. wish
0: I wish I had like I could go back and find that script. and Like,
1: oh, it's probably that, worth thousand It could
0: be. My parents might have it in their garage.
1: I don't know. That's awesome.
0: It probably not,
1: but. I would love to know what the costuming for Strack looked like.
0: I don't see. I can't remember. Like that's green the face thing. paint? I would imagine. Yeah. I, I just remember intense. the gingerbread man. That's it. Because <laughs> I knew the person who was the gingerbread man. Okay. And it was just like a gingerbread man costume. So
1: <laughs> Simple enough. Yeah.
0: It was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I can't remember. I can't even remember my own costume. That's the sad part.
1: Yeah. I wonder if yeah. they still have that stashed away with the script somewhere. <laughs> Maybe,
0: maybe my three little pig costume. Yeah. Put that Uh, on your dog or something. Oh yeah. Oh true. That'd be good. That'd be good. (laughs) Um, Okay. So high school happens. You graduate high school, Mm -hmm. you go to college somewhere. Uh, Were you doing creative stuff during college? Were you focusing
1: on your studies? Uh, Yeah. So I actually went to USC uh, film school.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Uh, a little, a little bit creative.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Any
0: notable alumni from there? Any? Film-related? None I that I can so. think of off the top yeah. of my head. No.
1: Yeah. Maybe like Drew Carey.
0: I mean, eh, even I mean, then. I
1: um. Notable? I said notable. <laughs> oh, you said yeah. notable, yeah. Yeah. He just um, makes stuff up, so. Uh, yeah, so it was actually a school I didn't, plan to go to because mm. it was so far away from, from Philadelphia. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. That's yeah. You moved yeah. across the country.
1: Yeah. Mom wasn't thrilled about it. Yeah. But, that makes sense. Um, I think at one point I was just like, what, what do I want to do? Yeah. And I was like, I love film stuff. I love movies. I love, yeah. I want to know more about making movies. And so my dad's like, you should go to USC. So I applied yeah. and somehow got in and um, yeah, I ended up obviously staying in Los Angeles since, yeah. since then wow, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're just like, what do I like? I make videos and I like watching movies. Was that kind of like the reason? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm,
1: like, yeah, all these other schools that I was, I don't, I didn't get into that many schools, but I think the other ones that I had the opportunity to go to, I was like, Oh, I don't really know what I would do here yeah. uh, or what I would study. So, um, I should figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> and then had the, the good fortune of my dad suggesting that I apply to USC and getting my application in like the last day I could. Nice. And, uh, yeah got in and then was really uh I think I had to eventually transfer into the film school because it's pretty difficult to get in yeah um and yeah, I just fell in love even more so with with cinema and, and movies and the whole industry
0: Oh, that's awesome so what was i mean so obviously you went from like performing that kind of thing, and then you're like, you know what I'm majoring in film <laughs> like, that's that's as creative as it gets yeah oh, how was your how was your experience? Uh, in USC studying film there.
1: It was great. Yeah. Um, man, it feels like so long ago, yeah. but um, it was just like such a specific and unique opportunity yeah, absolutely. to study film in a way where people are like so incredibly passionate about uh, movie making and yeah. cinema that in a way that like I had never looked at film before. Yeah. Um, and my major was like, there's a few different majors within the film school. One sure. was like production, like making movies which is what I kind of wanted to do, but I ended up in sort of the more general studies um, major, which is what's it called it's called critical studies. So it's mm. almost like analyzing film. Mm. So I ended up watching so many movies. Yeah, I bet. Um, and just learning so much about what goes into them and you know breaking them down. I remember my favorite class I think was one called it's like a Hitchcock Hitchcock survey class, mm. and you watched. I think I watched every single one of Hitchcock's films. Nice. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was a really such a unique opportunity that I'm grateful to have had. Yeah. Yeah. And just cool. met a lot of great people from it. Yeah, absolutely. That are, you know, all doing their own kind of thing out in LA. Mm-hmm. A lot of them stay and, you know, whether yeah. they're writers, or other, there are so many different fields that you could be. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, still so keep in touch with a few of them and yeah, it's a great opportunity. And um Really uh, really wonderful experience for sure. Yeah,
0: and that's really cool too. I mean, yeah, studying film in LA. So, yeah. I mean, this is the place you gotta be.
1: Yeah. And like a lot of other cool things, uh, just sort of being a a part of the alumni association, like going to screenings mm. and stuff was really oh, cool. And yeah, I remember the first time I got like invited to one, I was like, Ooh. I'm gonna get to see like that movie sex tape with Cameron Diaz and Ooh. Jason Siegel one week early. Whoa. Yeah.
0: I've never heard of that movie,
1: but <laughs> Wasn't great.
0: I like Cameron Diaz and Jason Siegel. Yeah. They're both fun.
1: Yeah. was Fiona <laughs> to of, bring it back to. Shrek. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's all Shrek. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's pretty cool though. I mean, yeah, screenings are a fun thing to do. For Definitely sure. a, a hit mm-hmm. a living here. So uh, during your time at USC, I know, I've talked to a few folks who attended USC and did some improv at USC. Was that something you were into at all or were you focused? You're like, uh, I'm in film. I'm filming right now.
1: Yeah. Um, I wasn't. I um, I don't think I knew about the improv teams until probably like after I graduated. Mm. And it's one thing that I don't want to say like I regret because I enjoyed my time there. Yeah. But there's some really funny people to have done this, um, done stuff there. And I just like didn't ever think about improv. It just like wasn't on my radar. Yeah. So like and Eruptus, I know is a, is a big mm-hmm. one that's on there that like a lot of my favorite SNL, um, alumni had got been in at USC. Yeah. Um, and I know Ava was in one who yeah. um, I perform with regularly yeah. and, um, yeah, I just, I, it's one thing I totally missed on. Um, but I had gone back and seen some shows after I graduated, like well, as I was a recent grad mm. and, uh, yeah, there's really funny people. And, uh, Luckily, like I discovered improv shortly after college, yeah. but it would have been, a, I would think a great opportunity to have done it there.
0: Hmm. All right. So you graduate USC, mm-hmm. film major, like boom, done, dusted, got that finished. Flash forward to 2014. That's You're like, here. yo, Rumi, let's, uh, let's do something in LA because uh, we live here and, uh, you know, we might move or something. Who knows? Because you are thinking about grad school, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's take an acting uh, improv class kind of thing. Yes. Go on Yelp.
1: Did you get a transcript of our conversation? Yeah. That's exactly yeah, how it went. Yeah. <laughs>
0: go on Yelp. And I think, uh, yeah, verbatim, too, probably to that conversation. you're yeah. <laughs> roomy Because that's what you sound like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, go on. And
0: you find this place. hmm And you said one of your first things you did was a, a monologue about pretzels. Yeah, so. Yeah.
1: wow. So, yeah, start. I was... Um, Applying to law schools at the time, and I think I had gotten into a few, maybe somewhere in New York, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go to New York. Um, yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, so I was like, heck it, let's uh, let's <laughs> do something. <laughs> and yeah, I, uh, I kind of wanted to do like a dramatic something at the yeah, time. sure. Because I thought that like, that's so LA. That's what you do. Yeah, yeah. but then my, my roommate kind of was proactive and found this class. Uh, called Improv for the People. Mm. And I remember talking to Matt on the phone. He's like, yeah, come by. You and your friend can come by and audit a class. Mm. Um, so we audited one that was upstairs at the old theater. And it was like 12 people or so. Matt was the teacher. And uh, as an auditor, I'm just sort of like participating in maybe the warm-ups yeah. and like the, the daily question. Um, but then he's like, I'm going to get you involved. And I was like, mm. oh, no.
2: Yeah. And then... Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, eventually had my friend and I do sort of like a quick monologue about mm. like a topic of, you know, that someone selected. Yeah, and I, uh, I, all I remember is I vaguely I put on
3: a character sort of like this, mm. and I maybe I was talking about freeways and how they they sort of go back and forth like pretzels. Mm.
1: And that's all. Good, good. good. <laughs> that's all I remember. But I was like, that was invigorating and silly. Yeah. And um, I'm down to keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Or what a
0: way you're like. Oh, <laughs> I can do more of this.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 And it was such a good sort of. I mean, my friend was working a full time job at the at the time, and you know, kind of burnt out by. Same sort of routine. Yep. And, like, we were sort of looking for a larger community. Because, like, after having graduated college, you yeah, kind of go from having mean, all your buds around all the time to, like, just you and your friend. Yep. Or, or you and no one. Scatters. And yeah.
0: Even if you're in the same city, it can still be totally. hard to see people.
1: Yeah. And I think L.A., is, it can be hard, too, because it's, like, pretty lonely if you don't have a community built around you. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, you're, always in your, you're in your car, you're at work, you're home. Yep. Um, so we joined like a flag football league and that was fun for a bit, but we just didn't really meet any great friends there for whatever reason. Um, and then we found improv and then just after joining classes, like immediately made friends so quickly, just with all these people that were willing to be vulnerable and like really get to know them quickly because improv can be, offer you that ability to just communicate with people on a different level and open up yourself in a way that's like, you're willing to meet people quickly and, and trust them. So we just quickly made friends and had that community around us. And it was like, it was just like a a really great opportunity that presented itself.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. So in those first, like, let's say weeks, months of classes, I mean, it seemed after that first class you audited, you bought in pretty quick. Mm -hmm. So what, do you remember kind of what your experience was like or how you felt about the whole thing? Just in those early days.
1: Yeah. Um, I remember like, I I probably take class for like a few months. And then I think I took a little bit of a, I think I traveled a little bit before, um, and went home for a little while because I knew I was going to start grad school. Mm. And then I remember grad school was so busy, but I kept up classes because it was like this, just every time I would get, <clears throat> I took a Monday class because like after, you know, hours of class going and doing improv, even though it like required energy, it was just such a different use of my brain yeah and just such like a cathartic release so i just remember looking at improv at that time not so much as like like i want to be funny and i want to be a good actor it's just like i want to like have fun playing with these people Mm. um and then probably like a few months in we matt put on a show at like i think it was called the promenade playhouse or something and on third street promenade in santa monica okay it's my first time performing in a show. Wow. Yeah. And at yeah, at that time, like before then I think just performing was fun. It was um a release, like I said. It was a way to get on my head. But then when I performed on stage, I was like it was like a whole it was like being back in that high school sort of setting of yeah. performing in front of people and uh really just feeling the energy that comes with live performance. And I feel like after that, after that first show, I was like sort of hooked and performing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I had I was in a scene with with two two friends, and mm. I think the premise was like I could only ask questions. Yeah, someone could only say the word onion. That happened to be the word; it wasn't always going to be onion. Yeah, and then another performer <laughs> could speak, uh, like whatever they could. Yeah. So it was a lot of burden on the one performer that could speak mm. anything because he kind of has to make sense of uh, us two goofballs. Yeah, justify and. Um, I was the one that can only ask questions. So then my the one performer was just like setting everything up, and the other performer just kept saying onion. <laughs> and, I, and I remember eventually there was just a large period of silence, and I look at both of them, and I point to the onion guy, and I go like, what the hell's his deal? <laughs> like that. <laughs> and, and it just got a like a, a large pop. And yeah. after that, I was like, this is so silly and fun. I yeah. just want to keep doing this. <laughs> like, oh, I like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're like,
0: okay, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. so at that point, I mean, yeah, the opportunity of, like, you're starting, you're working through classes, and then you get to do a show. It's such, a I think, a fulfilling moment. Totally. It's like, okay, like, i Matt's seen the work I've been putting in and seen that I've I've grown in this, and now I get a chance to share that with an audience.
1: Yeah. Ah, it's ah, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's yeah. very rewarding. and yeah. And that's another thing that's cool about improv, almost like what I said about coffee, is, like, you don't want to perform. There's still so much to gain from from oh, doing yeah. improv classes. Yeah, like, it's,
0: it's not just about performing, right? It's one aspect of it, right?
1: Yeah. Do you think uh,
0: getting up to do a scene in class or doing a scene in a show is harder? Or which one do you think is more difficult? I guess
1: that's a tough question. Yeah. Um, in a weird way, I think maybe in in class is is harder mm. because. A lot of the time you're performing for other improvisers and they've seen almost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, everyone is so supportive that you're always going to feel comfortable doing either. But yeah. performing in front of a show, in front of people that are just like so enamored with the fact that you're making it up off the top of your head is is also... like It's not very nerve-wracking in that way because you feel so supported by your castmates too. Yeah. Um, so ironically, I think the hardest would be Which I've I've done a few, you know, a bunch around L. A. Is like performing at shows where everyone is just another improv team. Oh yeah, and that's that's the majority of indie shows around the yeah uh, the city. And what's worse is is performing for stand up comics is also really hard because they don't they don't laugh at anything. Yeah, they don't want to see you. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, can I do my five? Go home. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can I do my five? How was my five? (laughs) Did you like my five? (laughs) Can I go home now? Right. Uh, yeah. Those yeah, might, might be the two worst audiences an open mic. Oh, yeah. And so, then, uh, I don't An improv indie show. Ugh. Or no audience. That's also yeah, I've done audience. that
1: once, too. Oof. We, uh, we yep. our indie improv team that we, we do a lot of shows with, I think this pre pandemic, like we were booked for a show. And for some reason, I think the other team that was supposed to perform canceled. Mm. So then at the end, they're like, well, the host team's like, well, we'll still put on the show. And then the show was just like one of the cast members, boyfriends. So we oh, performed like, I think a 45 minute set for one, uh, for one dude. And yikes. I'm like, we could have just gone home. And he's
0: yeah, the boyfriend. So it's like, yeah, like he's like,
1: I got to laugh, but like, yeah. I can't.
2: Huh? That's funny, babe. <laughs> you're, you're, you're killing it, girl. Yeah, you're my favorite. You're my favorite improvise. <laughs> I'll see you home and I love you, baby.
0: Uh, I once, uh, when I was in college, I did an acting program mm-hmm. and, um, we used to do like school shows where we'd invite like local schools to come out and sit in the theater, you know, watch us do our show, but it would be at like a Thursday morning at like oh, 10 a.m.
1: Thursday morning. I know. That's very weird. I
0: was like, we're college students. We don't want to <laughs> perform a, perform a musical at 10 a.m. Yeah. So this one time we were doing Pippin. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you know that show.
1: I don't think yeah. so, but I know the name. Yeah.
0: yeah. Big musical from yeah. the seventies. It's, I like it. Matthew Moore hates it, and he hates whenever I bring it up. Um, but I love Pippin. Uh, anyway, it was a similar scenario. Something happened with a school that was supposed to come visit. Oh, no. Uh, so I don't know how, but like six kids show up. So it's just a, a big old theater, six kids. The cast of the musical, you know, was like 40 people or whatever. It's just, oh, no. you're doing the full thing. 10 yeah. in the morning on a Thursday. That's
1: hard, because you like really got to commit. Yeah, and, and that's... And that yeah. show
0: we did like a uh, part of the element that we kind of uh, built in was like a bit of audience interaction too, oh, where no. we set <laughs> it was like a circus setting. So like at one point I was going around on stilts and it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, man. Uh, and there's six like high school kids. <laughs> like,
1: it was a disaster. It's like the epitome of the show must go on. Yeah. It's six high school kids, but the the man will be wearing stilts. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> I was
0: walking around. Oh, gosh, that was oh, rough. I love that. Uh, so I, yeah. Don't you hate that <laughs> Man, when that happens I was like, nobody we shouldn't be doing this musical right now oh. so there's no one here
1: and then it's just like too late and you're like well yeah we yeah we said it, we're, we're gonna do it we're gonna do it there are people here yeah you can't tell them to go them. home yeah. yeah
0: there were supposed to be more i think it was a bus problem that's what oh, it was that's the worst just like i don't know how i can't even remember this was this was like 10 years ago so wow Oh, yikes, that was. Rough.
1: But if you perform that and you make it out alive at the same time, I feel like you could do anything. Yeah,
0: that's true. Because yeah. it was just like silence. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, there's two
2: people clapping. Yeah.
1: I, I did have one time at a show. It was like a relatively crowded theater, but mm. we were getting our suggested. And this one dude who was oh, like no. clearly had too much to drink was just dead asleep.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's not even personal. He's just <laughs> no, He's this, just, this, just been drinking. Yeah.
1: At least uh, that's what I like to think. Hopefully yeah. he wasn't like completely like sober and just like this stinks. He's like, Oh, um, these guys Yeah, just knocks out. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, he doesn't drink.
1: He's just <laughs> ready to pass out at any time's notice.
0: He just really wanted to share his opinion. All right. Um, so going back to your, your IFTP days, so you started as a student and you were taking classes, taking classes and developing. At what point did that kind of opportunity arise for you to, to teach? Or what, what did that transition look like? I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I think I was probably performing and man, I was probably a a student for at least like, like three, three three-ish years. years I think toward the end of my stint at grad school is when Matt sort of Mm. met with me and was like, do you have any interest in teaching? Mm. And um, I said that I, obviously I said that I did and um, we would begin sort of enrolling students and seeing if we could find enough to, to give me a class. Yeah. And I think it probably took a little bit because I had two other friends that I think were teaching at the time, one being Ava mm. and my friend Brian, who um, was teaching a class. So I think it was like the fourth or fifth IFTP class. So it mm. took a little while to get the numbers up. But yeah. Still growing. Yeah. in a few months, uh, I think I had my own for a limited amount of time because I knew it was going to be short because I had like accepted a job at the and like 8 months later or something. Mm. So I ran a class for probably about like 8 months mm. and uh like a, I can't remember the day of the week, but um it was like an intro level class. Yeah. And um it was a lot harder I think than I expected mm. because um I'd been sort of lucky enough to just learn from this great teacher that I never thought about the work that I had to put in as a teacher. Yeah. Um but that being said, I think I learned a lot about improv from doing it and yeah. a lot of, a lot of like patience and a lot of, there's just teaching is, is one of those things that you just learn as much from your students from as, as they learn from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was a, it was a good stint and it, I learned a lot, um, but it was challenging for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think too, it's like you said, you learn more being on that side of things mm-hmm. because you're watching, you're watching, you're watching so much improv. You have to be critical and you have to give feedback. Yeah. So you're always on the lookout. You're trying to notice things. And that can be important when it comes back to your own work because right. you need to be able to observe that about yourself. Right. If you're Working on getting better, you know, yes anding. you know, whatever you're trying to work on, your characters, your initiations, uh, you know, how you deal with who, what, where, the game of a scene, you know, whatever that is. Like teaching can really help you build that For uh, sure. reflective skill.
1: I think. yeah. And I think the part that was especially challenging for me that I really began to appreciate about about especially Matt and the other teachers at IFTP was just bringing the energy mm. um, because I'm, like I said kind of earlier, I'm like a little bit more of an introverted, heady person. yeah And if you don't have, if, especially if you have new students that haven't done much improv, they really rely on you for that energy. And it was just something for me that was like, i I really was enjoying my time there and it was really fun, but it's hard for me to give out that energy like consistently the same way that Matt does and Matt just is sort of like oh, yeah. that presence that you just you just want to be there and you want to uh have fun and goof off so I think it was it was hard for me to generate that from um from not having done it before, really, but I sure. think i eventually I got there yeah. um but it, it is it's a it just takes a lot out out of me yeah
0: yeah, I feel that yeah teaching is. Well, because you are, like, the heart and soul of that class. Exactly. You keep them moving. Right. You end scenes. Like, you got to be on the whole time. Right. And you got to get everybody, like, yeah, I'm proud.
2: <laughs>
1: Exactly.
0: Especially, like, yay Thursday night. Yeah. Especially
1: yeah. if it's, like, I remember I, I had a one time I had a class of, like, all auditors or, like, new auditors. Oh, so man. Some of them were, like, do I even, like, want to be here? Yeah. <laughs> and You're, like, like yeah,
0: you, you, you haven't do. even bought in yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So that was a, that was the hardest part I think for me, but I really enjoyed, you know, getting to see improv and Mm. give my two cents about what I think works and doesn't work. And, um, I really, I think after that, after I sort of didn't have the numbers to have the class or I got busy enough where I couldn't run a class full time, I, I subbed every once in a while for Matt and, uh, that was also really fun because I think, um, getting to watch work with students of different levels it was yeah. fun to uh, less pressure yeah, yeah yeah from going from um, like beginners and auditors to people who have been doing improv for a while it was yeah. um, it was on one hand it was harder because I think you know they're really good improvisers like do I have that much to say to them but mm. at the other hand it was like what was easier was they're already excited to be to be here and to be doing it yeah they're invested and yeah exactly yeah. it was a uh, I used to coach tennis and that was like a similar thing I had where I was like the beginners were the hardest for me because yeah. a lot of them didn't want to be there. Mm. And uh, the more advanced students, or even the ones that were younger and maybe beginners, that just like were really excited to play, was what really made it easier on me.
0: Mm. That's really cool. Yeah, and I think, and yeah, subbing's fun because you're just popping in. You're like, yo, what's up? I'm yeah.
1: and I'm
3: different. <laughs> I'm different.
0: You may not know me, but I know you.
3: <laughs> I know a thing or two, I yeah. think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it come in like, do do your thing, like, leave an impression.
1: Yeah, peace, peace out.
0: out. And if it didn't go well, I might come to see me again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like oh, blame uh, Ava. <laughs> Sorry, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> <He was old. laughs> she gave me the lesson. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was her lesson plan. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Uh, so you were at IFTP. You were teaching. You were doing some subbing. Mm-hmm.
2: What came after that?
0: Mm-hmm. I know. I know there was a journey after that.
1: Yeah, there's a, a pretty lengthy journey. Yeah. Um studied at another improv school for man, like 7 years. And I'd recently I'd recently finished up like as of 2023. Okay, wow. Nice. And after um going through all their levels of improv and sketch writing, um and that was a, it was a different experience than IFTP. Yeah. Mostly because IFTP is I think just a community of people that want to have fun and support each other and learn and grow. Whereas the other program is much more cutthroat and it's about mostly actors, professional actors. Yeah. Um, not all, but, but mostly, um, that are, it's very competitive. Mm. Um, and in, in one way I felt like I was pretty equipped for that having just done grad school that was very competitive as well. And although I don't like to think I'm a competitive person, there's a sort of like thrill of it, I guess. Yeah, sure. um, and then that, yeah, that ended in probably July of 2023 after I put on, you know, a few shows at their theater. Mm. Um, and then, although I didn't, you know, get the end result I wanted, I think I learned a lot, especially about writing uh sketch. And um, didn't really know where to go from there because I'd put my eggs in that basket for like seven years. Yeah. Um, so during that time, though, it was... Um, as I mentioned, I uh, started uploading stuff to Instagram. Yeah. And that's when that one video that I had sort of took off about, uh, it was like two guys that are like talking about coffee. And they're like, one guy describes coffee in this way. That's like really elaborate. And the other guy mm. goes like, tastes like coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is a video that I thought was silly, but I, I do yeah. like. Because yeah. it's like so simple. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's garnered a lot of views and then sort of had a little following grow from that. That's been a lot of fun to develop that. Um, and I'm not sure like, yeah, I just want to continue making, making sketch and little funny things that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, and then I, after that too, I've been, you know, working with a commercial agent, nice. um, trying yeah. to do a little bit of acting, but at the end of the day, I don't know if it's what I love. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah.
0: That's a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's a martial auditions. And-
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Self tapes. Yeah. All that yeah, good stuff. That's
0: all it is now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I stink at them too. I think.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Not my favorite. I think I I don't know that I'm good at any type of audition I've found in person, self so really?
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's it's been tough. I uh, it's, it's not I've been out of it out a little bit. But, okay.
1: I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much I'm in it right now. I'm like yeah. kind of over it almost already. Yeah. Mostly like because if I'm gonna do acting, um, I want to. It's like I really want to do stuff that I like. Yeah. Which is hard because yeah. like it's not an industry where they're like, let's you can. You know, you, why don't you write it? Yeah. And <laughs> uh, if,
0: if you're in the early stages of your career, yeah. not, everything you're auditioning for sucks. Oh, yeah. You're just auditioning because you have to. Exactly. If you ever want to get anywhere.
1: Yeah. So, like, occasionally you get, like, an audition for a commercial. Like, this is kind of silly and fun. And I yeah. like this. Yeah. But a lot of the time it's like, can you just go walk up to the camera and smile and nod and clap? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, am I really going to take a whole day off to, like, do this for, like, 250 bucks? Yep.
0: Sorry, your clap just wasn't <laughs> genuine enough for what we're looking for for yeah. Progressive, but yeah, exactly. thanks for coming in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, and well, you don't even hear anything, actually. No, so, yeah. no, no. you're just ghosted. No, you just uh, submit worst. a video, it goes to someone you'll never meet or see. Yeah. You know, that's it. And
1: then it's gone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I did a, my friend and I, we did like a, a two-person audition for a Taco Bell commercial, and we really thought, oh man I thought we had it It was a self-tape but has we had potential a, to be fun. we had a lot of fun with it and it, good. nope
1: <laughs> did it get uh, did. did you get a callback or well
0: it was so, I was so frustrated because the casting agent like featured it on her Instagram page she was like yo check out this self-tape I got can they do that yeah well that's what she does her whole page <laughs> you know she'll like She'll post like auditions she gets that she likes. So we were like, oh, she featured us. Nope, didn't book.
1: That's wild. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is this sucks. I'd I be was so like, mad. I was like, well, don't feature me then. Like, yeah, I didn't give me the right to do that. Yeah, I was
0: like, uh, the, p- people can't learn from us. We didn't get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah,
1: really this not is, a good. This
0: example. is just example. Uh, yeah, another audition in a long line of auditions. Like, <laughs> this, uh, we didn't get it. Like,
1: my favorite this, one so that we were mad. Yeah, my favorite one that I had was for Manscaped. Oh, yeah. and because uh, it was like so stupid, mm. but I am like, it's so, it's like it's got a voice, yeah. Um, so I uh, it was it was an in person one, and I I did book a callback for it, which was cool. Mm. Um, and I was just like, you got to read it with a partner, but like yeah. the concept was really weird. It was like a bald guy, and um, like I was gonna end up having a crew cut, mm. and they're just talking about like hairy versus smooth, mm. and it was they kept being like, "Are you willing to shave your head?" and I was like. Well, there's like 80 bald guys here that yeah. don't need to shave their head, so I yeah. prefer not to. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a, it was a fun little, again, like because I had such a specific weird point of view, it was fun to partake in. But yeah, yeah. otherwise, most of them are just like, you know, you do them, you forget about them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it's gone. Yeah, yeah, there It goes. Oh. Wow, Wild. Wild. All right, so. You're doing this other program, and I know you've done some indie improv too, right? You've been doing
1: that. Yeah. yeah. Um. With uh, we have a team of like team of five mm. called Doctor Professor. Oh. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know
0: Ava. Yeah. 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 Ava's okay. Yeah. I think I, I did a show with you guys once.
1: Yes, you did. Yeah. You were at our show. You I, played with IFTB. I did not do well, but I was. I was <laughs> no, like, I remember. that no, it was great. <laughs> I don't. I feel like I had met you once. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I was gonna say, oh man, okay, yeah. That was yeah. like around. It was like December last year. Yeah, uh, it was probably like December twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, at the clubhouse.
1: Yep. Ah. Yeah, yeah, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So right. that's with uh, Ava and three of our other yeah, friends. Yeah, I like you guys. Met. You guys were Thank fun. Thank you. Yeah, you guys that was great a fun too. show. We'll have, have you back soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. But was a good time. yeah, it's just uh, like five. Of, uh, so at some point, I've um, uh, I have a good little little tidbit. Yeah. So at IFTP, for the most part, I think until you know twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, I'd been doing mostly like short form improv. Yeah. So for, uh, Matt, what do you know. All the sh- scenes would be like relatively five minutes at the longest. So a premise would be established, or a game, or what have you, and we would do the scene. And then on like I think probably my second or third date with my now wife, Whoa. we went oh. and we saw an improv variety. It may have been like a variety comedy show at yeah. the West side Comedy Theater.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: And then the second group or like some act was a long form uh, improv troupe, which I don't think I'd ever seen long form improv. Mm. And then these guys were just like, I thought it was the funniest thing on the planet. Mm. And I was like, they they just keep going. And um, I was like, I want to do that. Like I want to, I want to build these long scenes that we can just play in forever and then eventually i don't know if i had talked to matt or whatever but we started doing more of it with matt mm. and um with my long, with my indie improv team dr professor like i learned a lot from my friends because i hadn't done much long-form improv and then just mm. completely fell in love with that and i think that's probably where my heart lies now that's like my favorite thing it's mm. really cool yeah so like i just love scenes where you can sort of play in and and really invest in characters and their, their point of views and just hang in them for like 15 minutes.
0: Really build something.
1: Exactly. Short
0: form. You don't have time for that, but long form. Right. Like you said, let it
1: breathe. Right. It can go anywhere. And it's a really rewarding experience when, and it's like, it's like a team game, you know, like having your three or four castmates that you're performing with, you all work Mm. together to, to make something great. And it's just a super fun.
0: Mm. Now, for the for those at home who maybe don't know how do you how do you start an indie improv team
1: that's a great question what does
0: that process look like
1: yeah. um, if you're lucky like me you have a friend like Ava who's just mm. like um very forward thinking and and very willing to get what she wants to happen so yeah. she just like asked me and two other guys in our class at the time like do you guys want to like just perform together regularly and like have a team and then we met after class once and just instantly had a rapport mm. and they're obviously still in the troupe today. Yeah. And, um, uh, we performed together all the time and we just like got together and figure out like what we want to do. And, um, it kind of went from there. So I think my recommendation would be just like, don't be afraid to talk to somebody about it and ask them and just yeah. like somebody that you really like performing with, just say like, Hey, like we should get together and do this more often. Mm. Um, because, there are just more friendships to build outside of class. So yeah, luckily, absolutely. like if you are a part of a class where that community is fostered, it's just easy to find people that also love improv as much as you do. And just say like, we should do this more often. Yeah. And then the cool thing about living in a city like LA is just, there's random indie theaters that put on free shows all the time. And, or if you want to do more performing or willing to give you stage time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's just like the clubhouse and the yard and, other theaters or just go on their like websites and yeah. see about their shows. And if they are willing to put you up, that's
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just like
0: finds people you like, start doing some improv.
1: Yeah. We just start rehearsing and playing together and see what comes of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did y'all like develop kind of your own long form format, you keep it pretty open.
1: Yeah. We've gone back and forth on this a lot in the past, but mm. I think one that we've stuck with for a while, and I think maybe we're moving away from lately is like kind of, Staying in one specific location, mm. like a Lowe's or like Disney Disneyland, yeah. and just sort of playing as characters that would occupy that space, like mm. the janitor to a salesman to a manager. Um, but lately, we've been doing a little more free form; like it just goes anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But there's a million different improv forms out there sure. that we've yeah. messed around with some with success, some with very. Limited success. Hey, that's the point though, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't know if it's going to work until you try it.
1: Right. We did this, we did this one. I forget how we've learned about it, but it was like, the the thought was like, you do one scene and then you do the scene again, but you change one choice and you see where that takes you. Mm. And then you do the scene again. It's called like detours. Mm. And they do the scene again with like two different choices. And, uh, it was fun when we did it, but when you do it for the first time in front of an audience, that I think is really expecting sort of the same, yeah. everyone sort of does the same run-up scenes kind of thing. They're like, mm. what the heck is yeah. going on?
2: Like, wait, they're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: already
0: seen this. <laughs> Boo. Yeah. Get, get them out of here.
1: Yeah, so I, I didn't love that one because I think yeah. it, it felt limiting.
0: I could see that yeah. yeah, being hard for an audience, too. I think yeah. audiences aren't always willing to, like, buy into I guess almost a more philosophical like yeah. improv approach so that's,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's they right. are
0: not forgiving sometimes no, I don't think it resonated yeah. with them very much I like the idea though that sounds fun to try
1: yeah I think yeah. you know honestly I think we did it because we did a show where they like gave you a random form mm. and they said do it and then that was our form that we were Oh, oh. So, and then I guess we had like a decent show that time alright I mean, right. right. what team going. do we want to screw over today <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, let's get these guys Dr. F. A doctor instructor, I yeah. think. Close yeah, enough. Yeah. Just call yeah. Him up. Yeah, pediatrician, psychiatrist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give him this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, then you handled it well. I think you yes handed it. We and you went up there.
1: We rolled and you did with it. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Andrew. Yes. I got a couple more questions for you, and then we're going to do some improv. Sounds good. Uh, so my last two questions, both doozies. Mm-hmm. Second to last. Uh, let's do this. What do you think? has been the impact of improv in your life, both Ugh. in like your creative pursuits, could be your personal or professional life. It's a, it's a very broad question.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot. And I think we've covered a little bit about the, the creative stuff. So like coming in from a different angle, I think probably the thing I'm most grateful for is just like I've, in the past, I'm someone who's struggled with anxiety, mm. um, rumination, those kinds of things. And I think, really like improv has been immensely helpful in breaking me out of those patterns of thinking and just really helping me get out of my head Mm. and um, have fun. And I think that's what I'll be forever grateful for is this like, I remember going through hard, like, like I mentioned before, I think the transitionary, transitionary period after college was really hard for me. Yeah. And, um, and I've had other hard moments since then, but just having that, that space to, to be free to say whatever, do whatever, have fun, uh, has been like immensely helpful in my life. Um, and obviously there's other benefits too, like whether it's just helping you be a better listener,
0: mm.
1: a better, better at thinking on your feet is what people always say, which is has some truth to it. But, um, I think it's just that. And I think the other thing has just been, it's been giving me like some of the best friends I have, mm. um, that I would have never met, had I not been for IFTP, like like Ava and Matt, like yeah, we, uh, I, d- I don't see how I would have met them had it not been for for this community. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, they're they're pretty good folks, I guess. And I like them a little bit. Yeah, Well, but they're okay. <laughs> both been on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I listened to I think both of their episodes. Oh, i sorry. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, one yeah. one quick thing I had to add. Yeah. I forgot to say at the top yeah. is um. I think it maybe on maybe on Matt and Jonathan's episode, but I think mm. you mentioned flavor blasted cheese it, or goldfish. Yeah. Oh, as like yeah. a go to snack. And I was wow. like as I was listening, you were like three snacks. And then I admit, in my head, I was like, flavor blast and goldfish. Oh. At the same time, you're like, flavor blast and goldfish. Finally. And I was like, this guy. A guest of taste. This guy gets it.
0: Yeah, they're so good. So
1: I would eat like half a bag of them when I got home from middle yeah. school. Was, I,
0: I wish I had some at home right now. I don't.
1: I can't. I, I tell my wife not to buy them because I'll, I'll go crazy. Yeah, them.
0: they can't be in the house.
1: Do you like the extra cheddar or pizza? Uh,
0: I got to say extra cheddar. I like extra, both. Extra
1: cheddar was mine. But extra cheddar. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, just because if I want pizza, I'm going to eat pizza. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Extra cheddar. Yeah. Chef's kiss. (laughs) The best fish is a goldfish.
1: (laughs) I honestly kind of agree.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Swedish fish is pretty good. No, but I still pick goldfish.
1: I would too. I like Swedish fish, but. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. I think that is. Yeah. Thank you for sharing uh, Impact of Improv. So my last question for you. Looking ahead. 2024 it's very early today's January 8th we've mm-hmm. got a lot of year in front of us is there anything that you're hoping to work on accomplish goals related to comedy writing performing that you have for this year just looking ahead
1: yeah, yeah I want to yeah. what uh, are you working on you know what am I working on yeah. um been writing a lot more mm. with uh, one of my buddies um I would really love to just continue like to have a good um sample of scripts mm like spec scripts. Yeah, of course. I, uh, yeah, we're writing a s- sitcom together. Nice. Um, so yeah, I love, I'd, just, and I'd love to be more involved with IFTP again. Um, having taken classes again and been in a few shows, I performed with, uh, with Matt and company in the end of December. Dysfunctional
0: Family Christmas, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah was it was very
1: nice. so much fun and I had the pleasure of performing with Wayne Brady, Mindy Sterling, Jonathan Mangum. Mm-hmm. Um, truly an unbelievable experience. So. Yeah just love to be a part of the like a bigger part of this community and maybe uh teach a workshop or something uh if matt will let me <laughs> Matt will let me mold some minds mm. um but yeah just continue to hopefully you know make stuff on the internet or elsewhere that people continue to resonate with and continue to drink good coffee yeah.
0: oh mm. yeah. that's that's the most important thing yeah. priority one yeah priority one yeah. um mm. okay i lied i do have one more question for sure. you this is a. Uh, uh, so I know what I appreciated looking at your Instagram is that you seem to like volume is an important thing. I think when mm-hmm. working on social media,
1: Oh, I know. I, yeah.
0: yeah. Cause that's the hard part is challenging. So would you say, do you have like a regular upload schedule or are you just, are you sporadic?
1: Yeah. I'm you know? trying to, I'm trying to work on that to have yeah. like specific days, but yeah, I, I would say like mostly on Instagram, probably like, Wednesdays is when yeah. I upload stuff maybe. Yeah. And then like, maybe like a meme or two on mm. it's, it's also challenging not to get too into the weeds, but like my Instagram the the people that have that follow me on Instagram tend to really just like the coffee stuff, mm. which is fine. Cause that's sort of like the, um, you know, what I've been building toward. Yeah. Um, so that, that gets harder because it's like a specific amount of things I got to think about. Yeah. Um, in order to post something that'll fit within that sort of demographic of, yeah. of, co- of, material yeah whereas like youtuber tiktok is sort of like the wild west where i just kind of throw mm. stuff at the wall and see what sticks so yeah i try to upload i would say like like on wednesdays and, and, and thursdays i feel like is when i generally have stuff to to share i think i have one coming out tomorrow well on a tuesday yes on a tuesday i don't know guys i don't know I'm more <laughs> just of a, check back i'm more of a wednesday guy myself
2: <laughs> yeah i get that
0: uh i don't know <laughs> all right. All right. Well, this podcast will come in on a Wednesday. So. oh, Perfect. Okay. You know, that's, that's your day. Yeah. It's your day. That's perfect. Oh, okay, cool. I was just asking. Cause I, yeah, last year at the beginning of the year, I was like, yeah, I'm going to try and upload some videos. And then like, I did, it was like once a month and yeah. then I just really petered out after the summer. It was was just,
1: it on Instagram?
0: Yeah. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, but like all the same video.
1: Yeah. That's, you hey, know, that's just, what you got to yeah, do.
0: The shorts, the reels. TikTok and
2: yeah,
1: I, I saw, have you ever seen those poll questions on YouTube? Yeah. I saw one that I, intrigued me that was like, where are, on which platform are people the meanest? Mm. And I was like, that's a good question. Yeah. Can I say it, like everywhere? Yeah. It's like <laughs> the
0: internet. <laughs> that's what yeah. platform.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, uh, one thing I, I think I, I should try and bring it back. Uh, I think I did it like two times. I was like fit Fridays and then I'd make a stupid, like exclusive shoe. <laughs> like i did you know bobby fisher uh why do i know that name? famous chess player yeah i was gonna say
1: the chess player
0: yeah, yeah. i did like a bobby fisher nike collab <laughs> and it was like but it was so dumb i was I like nobody that. likes this i was like this is too stupid i don't know why i thought of it
1: that's the worst is when yeah. some of my favorite things i've ever made yeah. are the people things that yeah. people don't yeah. connect with I mean, just whatever yeah
0: yeah the shoe said rest in peace king i'm like it's a chess <laughs> joke like no it's that's just, really good
1: uh, nobody cared i'm know? all about the uh i love weird stuff um, yeah. like i think i alluded to it earlier but like i one other thing that got me into sketch comedy specifically was like good neighbor stuff mm. have you ever seen their old youtube well, videos it, yeah and kyle and beck would go on to be on snl yeah, yeah Um did all right <laughs> yeah but their comedy um in like 2012 or whatever, yeah. they're uploading all this stuff is like, I uh, just so funny to me. Just like those really specific and weird characters mm-hmm. is what I really love.
0: Mm. I'm going to give you a, such a random tangent related to Kyle Mooney. Sure. I have two Kyle Mooney tangents, oh, personal experience. Yeah. Uh, I once rode a train with him. Oh, heck! <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: Is it from San Diego. Yeah, yeah, because he's yeah. from San Diego. Yeah. yeah,
0: and my dad has worked with his dad. Oh. I'm not gonna say what field, but they have worked together on something. That's awesome. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like totally, yeah. And I was like, whoa, I'm, I'm Kyle Mooney adjacent.
1: Did you have the nerve to say anything or no?
0: No, I thought about it. It's, and those then I was are like, no, such I can't, hard predicaments. I can't, I don't want to be that guy.
1: You know, my, uh, I'm terrible at it. Cause I saw yeah. one time I saw a- uh, like Matt Leinert at a gym. Oh yeah, a yeah. Football player. Oh yeah. And I had nothing. I had, oh, USC. USC. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I, I was like, my wife was there and I was just like, she was like, to go say something. I was like, no, no, I'm not gonna. And then my wife just goes up and was like, are you Matt Liner? And yeah. she was like, my husband wants to take a picture with you or something. Oh yeah. I got one, but she's, yeah way better about it because yeah. she's like really respectful and knows yeah. how to do it in a way where I would just be awkward and be yeah.
0: like, oh, I had, a, I had a bad moment. Okay. You, you know, uh, Sean Evans. Yeah. I've been told I look like Sean Evans. Okay. Yeah. I
1: can see that. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, um, I was at a Chargers game recently <laughs> and Sean Evans was also at the Chargers <laughs> game because oh, no he's a Chargers fan. Oh, is he uh, from like Chicago? I, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't get why he's a Chargers fan. Yeah, it's because it's a like, specific franchise. Yeah, my, my. just because you live in LA now, I guess. Yeah, that's where you shoot hot
1: ones. I thought and that was in New York. Sorry, so many. Tangents. Yeah,
0: well, I think it's in LA because he does stuff with the team. Okay, like thank exclusive you. Chargers stuff all I the time. I have seen that. Yeah,
1: a collab with Easton Stick. Yeah, and, uh, Easton Stick. Yeah, and, uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah,
0: he's had a few a few folks come on, and he um. Uh, like at the game, we were talking about it, and they're like, "Oh, Michael, you look so much like <laughs> Sean Evans from Hot Ones. Like, oh, you should do it as a Halloween costume." Like, <laughs> what's that
1: Halloween costume? Just you and like uh, a my jacket. wife. My
0: wife is gonna dress up as a the chicken wing, and then, oh, okay, <laughs> or like a that. bottle of hot sauce yeah, or yeah, something, and okay. then I'll be Sean Evans. Just yeah, I don't you know. need that contact. Yeah, I just think, though. look up a video and yeah, pick one of his outfits. <laughs> Maybe which we'll is wear a Hot Ones T-shirt. Oh yeah, there yeah, you go. that would help. And then. I, <laughs> At the end of the game, Charger's lost. (laughs) Everybody's leaving. And we run into him exiting the stadium. Oh, my gosh. And I just froze up. Like, we were just walking by him. You know, everybody's trying to get to their cars. And I just, all I said was, you, me. (laughs) And then he looked at me so confused. (laughs) And then that's it. And then he, like, fist bumped me as we passed. But, like, he didn't look happy about it. Yeah, I think because the Chargers lost Mm -hmm. and then I just say something real weird to him. You me? Yeah, like I couldn't because all I thought was that guy looks like me. I looked like that guy (laughs) because that's all we have been talking about.
1: Yeah, you know. that would get in my head too. Yeah, so I thought about it a lot. Especially of if you're like, you have that limited sort of recognition, like you're yeah. passing, and I'd like, uh, uh yeah.
0: Because I, I couldn't believe we were seeing him, you know, yeah, after no, all that so. talk. And, you know, he's on like the, uh, who's in the house today for the game? And it's like, Sean Evans, blah, 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 <laughs> from Hot Ones. And we're all, I've done like the Hot Ones challenge at home,
1: so I'm, oh, a, have? I'm a fan. Yeah. Okay, yeah, me too. I haven't so, done the challenge at home because uh, I think I would do horribly. Oh, uh, you got to try it. It's a lot of fun. I am not good with. With spice, you know how uh, okay, you always okay. asked that at the top, yeah. I'd be like, I should probably leave, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I were to ever yeah. be on this show,
0: we uh, me and a couple friends, we did it just like and we filmed it too. I haven't seen any of the footage, but <laughs> I gotta see this, <laughs> but we just yeah, just bought the kit, did
1: it. Do you fry time. the wings and put them on yourself?
0: Uh, we ordered a bunch of unseasoned wings okay. from Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, cool, so we were know, very lazy, yeah. I and mean, then just hard. sauced you them you as we went, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, the right equipment to cook
0: yeah wings. yeah so we didn't have to yeah so it was just like yeah i'd like door dashed them or whatever
1: <laughs> like it was a lot of wings too that's awesome uh,
0: yeah it was like 40 wings
1: i think the de the De-Bom or whatever like super what that I, was the it worst is.
0: one yeah it was worse than the level 10 Oof. yeah
1: that was after that like we did the 10
0: and we we're like okay <laughs>
1: Yeah, after that, you've gone to hell you can like Yeah relax a little bit. And then we had
0: a pint of ice cream waiting for us oh, like good. at the end and we were both like uh, all of us were like,
2: Yeah,
1: ice cream. It I was have, fun though. I I have this memory of like we were out like one night in like West Hollywood mm-hmm. and at some taco place and the guy asked me, he's like on a level of like one to ten, what do you want your spice to be? Mm. And I was like three. Mm. And he gave it to me, and I was, like, hiccuping and dying. <laughs> huh? I think that guy messed with me. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. not that bad. Yeah. But I'm just, I'd be, like, panicked, I think. I just, I get my lips burned, and I get yeah. hiccupy.
2: Yeah,
0: I understand. Yeah. I understand. Actually, I don't. It doesn't happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I know people that that happens yeah. to. Yeah. I don't know how, because all my family, they're not big spice people. And then somehow I ended up being into spicy stuff. I don't
1: doesn't make Somewhere sense. along the line, you trained, maybe yeah. without knowing it. It's
0: just like I liked hot tamales as a candy. Not that those are that spicy, but maybe that got me started.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, got you like equipped to ha- handle. Yeah. It. yeah, and then it was like, what else is there? Have you ever done like the spicy ramen? I think that's yeah, that's the hardest. Oh yeah,
0: spicy ramen is good or like fa. Yeah, can get pretty spicy. Yeah, spicy ramen definitely. Or like um,
1: uh, I can't even think. Yeah, you've been to Hell and Rays. Oh yeah. We just, we just got that the other day. Oh, I love it. Cause there's an, there's one in Pasadena. Yeah. Right now. So now the line, the lines at each one yeah, is You can like long. go
0: online and check how long yeah. the line is on Twitter. I think they post it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. We waited like probably an hour, but it, yeah. it's, it's so good. It
0: is. That's one of the places I'd say it's actually worth it.
1: I was going to say the same. Yeah. yeah I, I have think not, it's
0: worth the waiting. Of the hot chicken places in LA. Again, this is LA exclusive. I've never been to Nashville. I don't know how they do the chicken out there. I'm sure it's very good. Cause that's where it comes from.
1: Yeah, I was in Nashville recently and had Mm. Hattie B's, and I'll say it was Mm. also really good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go on. What you were saying?
0: How how and raise is worth it?
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't do it all the time, but no, no, no. no. If you're in a like food mood, that you're like, I'm willing to commit to. Yeah however long to get like this very specific fried chicken sandwich it's definitely worth it
0: it's good the fries are good Every, everything's good there. sauce is good yeah there's not a bad item on the menu they yeah. had adidas shoes they did really yeah they had a hall and Ray's adidas collab that's
1: a sick collab
0: but yeah i don't i think yeah it was like you know one of those like oh I'm just dropping it, you know now you can buy them like resale i'm sure but
1: oh yeah wow, wow. you are you a sneaker guy
0: Loosely, I can't afford to be, but I definitely yeah, keep my eye right? on it. And I, I like shoes. Like the, I'm wearing the worst example of that. These are like <laughs> shoes I wear to work that are like, don't look so good. But on the weekend, I, you know, I don't. I like shoes. Cool, but yeah. I, yeah. It's I always not,
1: wish I knew more than I do, but yeah. like it's another hobby. Like I, my wife always says, I have like a million hobbies. Yeah. I'm like, I can't get another one. Yeah. Like yeah. I have too many.
0: <laughs> yeah, too many. You got to drop one pick up. Yeah, another. exactly. Yeah. Right now it's coffee.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 Probably like golf, other stuff I do. Yeah. It takes too much time. Yeah,
0: coffee's the best one. Let's Stick with coffee. Yeah. That's all all right. right. Are you ready to do some improv, Andrew? Born ready. Mm. Well, we'll see about that. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we have three games we're going to be playing tonight. Okay. Um, this first game, and these games, you might have never played them before. But you might have. These are kind of like amalgamations of existing improv games. That's cool. the way I like to do it on here. Love it. All right. So this first game is called Impressionable. Is right, there uh, a pun in there? Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess. <laughs> I added a hyphen. It was fun. In the scene, um, I want you to pick one of the impressions that you do. Your choice. Okay. And uh, I'll give you a moment. Pick that impression. Lock it in silently. Let me
2: know okay. when you got
1: it. Don't tell me. Okay, I got it. I'm oh. going, going uh, bold here, but I'm going to try it.
0: All right. So uh, with this impression, uh, you're going to be attending a therapy session as this character, Okay. as this impression. And uh, that's all we're going to start. We're going to talk about something.
1: In so therapy. am I the famous person in therapy? Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, and I'll be your therapist. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, well, uh, thank you for coming in today.
2: It's thank fun. you for having me. Yeah. It's uh,
0: nice to meet you in person. Mr. Uh, sorry.
2: Driver. Driver. Oh, yes, Mr. Driver. Sorry,
0: I, I just get so nervous. You know I get a lot of... Uh,
2: famous clients.
0: Famous clients, yeah, that's true. I just, I'm I'm sorry, before we start, can
2: I ask You're you... You're shaking.
0: Yeah. I'm a big big Star Wars fan.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: Big Star Wars. Well, and a big uh, Enzo Ferrari fan. I get that a lot. Yeah. And I loved House Gucci. <laughs> it's
2: one of my lesser known titles. Yeah, well,
0: I know it. Sorry, it's unprofessional, Mister Driver. um, I know you mentioned in your uh, uh, pre-session survey that you've been dealing with a lot of anxiety lately.
2: I have been. I've uh, had dreams where I'm on Naboo, and uh, Mm. the the queen is telling me that I uh, I I need to execute younglings. Um, Mr. Driver, Naboo isn't real. You're not... I know.
0: You're you're not a a Sith. So, we've got to identify why you're buying into these delusions in your dreams. Is it... Do you feel stressed at work?
2: I do. Okay. I... I feel as though the world is my worlds are becoming one
0: i see so you're you're having trouble kind of identifying or splitting up your time as adam driver and as kylo ren
2: i dive so deeply into these roles that i feel as though i'm becoming them that there's no longer a difference between kylo ren and enzo ferrari <laughs> ferrari adam driver and the guy from 65
0: Of course, yes. One of your also more popular roles, guy from 65. That's frightening, Mr. Driver, but that's why we're here to talk about these things and help you differentiate between reality and your day job. Thank you. Now, Mr. Driver, can I ask, do you have any weapons on you right now?
2: I have the lid of a salt shaker. Does that count as a weapon?
0: Only in the right hands. Okay. Those aren't your hands, though. Don't worry. But I'll hang on to this. Thank you. Now, you mentioned in your dream uh, a, a violent urge, but in these dreams, have you ever acted on any of these violent urges?
2: One time, when I, the dream was so vivid that I woke up. I found myself strangling my pillow. Let's
0: see. And uh, Mr. Driver, are you, are you in a relationship? Are you with someone I am married. Okay. And was it your pillow that you strangled or your partner's pillow?
2: It was a throw pillow. A useless throw pillow.
0: Do you think a lot of things are useless, Mr. Driver? I
2: do. Throw pillows? Okay. Airbags? Hmm. <laughs> scotch tape? Hmm. Monkey bars. Bars. Okay, those are
0: things that have no correlation. <laughs> it's
2: going to be hard Their correlation is useless. Hmm.
0: I see, yes. Well, to you that's a correlation. Okay. Can you name for me, Mr. Driver, five things, not five things, three things okay. that you think are useful?
2: Pepper mills. Yes. Um, Good. Compression socks. Good, Mr. Driver. Uh, whoopee cushions.
0: <laughs> so proud of you, Adam. Thank you. I know that must have been hard. It was. Now this question may not make sense, but trust me, it'll tie back. How was your relationship with
2: your mother? It's good. She makes soup that I love. How would you describe the soup? It's good soup.
0: <laughs> Blackout. <laughs> 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 I had <to> it there. <laughs> Oh no, you knew what you were doing oh, yeah. with that. I you knew that what one. you were doing. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> it's good soup. It's like that one. And then the one where he, he's flipping out about the nachos.
3: <laughs> he's like, I'm going to eat some motherfucking nachos. Was
0: it was like, <laughs> oh man, that and soup. It's like, those are great clips. It's good soup. Oh man, that was, I'd say that's a pretty good impression. Thank you. I was, uh, I was enjoying that. And um, I sounds it sounds like Mr. Driver has
1: a lot to work through. Yeah. I, uh, it's a lot to work. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Sounds more a little bit, a little bit more like Kylo Ren than Adam Driver, I think, in yeah. that scenario. But
0: yeah, but then you gotta start somewhere. It's yeah. kind of like your anchor it, to get into exactly.
1: Adam Driver. You did yeah. three movies as him. That's a substantial. It's a lot, it's a lot of movies, yeah. yeah.
0: more movies than he's done as any other character. Yeah, he was not Girls. He had that character right. Yeah, so for a lot of episodes. Yeah,
1: but it's, it's different.
3: Yeah,
0: it's different. That's High fantasy. Here. Yeah. Girls, high fantasy. No Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, "Is it?" I was like, "It's in New York, it's like a different New York." Of, yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. That's true. Okay, <laughs> all right. In a uh, in this next game that we're gonna play now, I'm just thinking of uh, HBO's Girls as a uh, oh my gosh, as a high fantasy show.
1: <laughs> that could work.
0: Uh, so in this next game, I'm going to give you a random object. I'll tell you what that object is in a moment. Okay. Right? It's a bottle of syrup. hmm And you're going to describe to me, uh, well, this object is haunted. Mm. So sorry to hear that. This object, this bottle of syrup is haunted. I want you to tell to me how this bottle of syrup became haunted.
2: Okay. Right.
3: I
0: have here a bottle of
3: 1945, Mrs. Butterworth.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, I'd love to put it on my waffles. <laughs> uh,
3: I know you would. I know, but this one is not
0: for for using.
3: What? This one, we have others. I'll get you syrup. Don't worry oh, about okay.
0: it. I, just, I need hungry. to tell
3: you about it, this one, in the meantime. Okay. I know you ordered, your short stack is coming up. Okay, okay. So okay don't okay. worry. This uh-huh. bottle of Mrs. Buttersworth came from the coal mine's in central Pennsylvania,
0: Oh, I've
3: heard of those. Heard those? The, the one coal mine that's on fire still. The one that's still on fire. What? This is the one that they they had down there with them when the when the coal mine erupted. Oh my! They gosh. were eating French toast. Oh, and one the coal miner director was was uh, putting it on his French toast. Oh yeah. When it began to erupt, the coal mine. No. And. Luckily, all the boys got out, oh good, yeah, so there was no issue there, but they lost all the coal, and oh, the one coal. guy, Davy Montgomery, Davey. all he was able to salvage was this bottle of Mrs. Buttersworth. Oh my gosh, and to this day, if you listen, put your kid yeah come here put put this, put this face near your ear. can you hear her singing the song that the coal miners would sing as they worked, yeah. It went like this. It went, Oh, hum, the day is long. Oh, hum, we sing this song. Oh, hum, work till we're done. Oh, hum, from the morning through the sun. That's the end of the song. What a haunting melody. It's very scary, right? Gosh. Yeah, your short stack's ready. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no problem.
0: Oh, um, I'm sorry. I ordered the blueberry waffles.
3: Oh, uh,
0: we're out of blueberries. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. all right. Okay, I, I have to ask if I were to take that singing syrup and yeah. uh, pour it on my waffles. Oh. It,
2: it'd
0: be fine, right?
3: I got to be honest it. with you. The lid is sealed up from all the sugar. So oh you can pour and pour. It's so old. <laughs> It's really old. Oh. Nineteen forty five was a good like eighty years ago. Yeah,
0: but so not for any spiritual reasons. No. Nothing, nothing no, supernatural.
3: It's mostly just the song. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's not so bad. <laughs> You're
3: gonna pay for that short stack,
0: right? Uh I thought I thought it was part of the tour of this uh Denny's museum. <laughs>
3: You think I can just give away short stacks? I well, got to make some money. The tour only costs $5. Uh, yeah,
0: I thought that would cover the cost of the waffles at least. Okay,
3: fine. I'll comp the waffles because you're such a good listener. Thank you. I,
0: I sang it. the song with you. You did. I'm a good listener. You
3: did. I'm surprised you knew the lyrics over already.
0: Well, you know, I I listened well to the bottle.
3: You did. Yeah. You know what? I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I want you to take a picture with it. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, thank you Yeah, of course Yeah Alright,
0: well I'm gonna
3: Just Oh, no I'm trying to drink it Oh, no The spirits <laughs> <laughs> The spirits of the coal miners Are enrapturing you Oh, no You got so sticky Oh, no Your teeth are coming out of your Out of the mouth
0: I'm burdened like the mine oh oh no what a poor soul Blackout. oh what a disaster ending <laughs> uh my favorite moment was that song that we did thank you that was
1: really nice that was thank, good thank you for yeah. leading us yeah remember that remember those lyrics for your next time
0: yeah um yeah heave there's a lot of sun done yeah yeah that, was, that was good that was good that was this good.
1: Is something i learned from wayne brady mm. don't pick words that are rhyme, hard to rhyme
0: yeah hey that's good advice yeah when you're making it up make it easy make it easy for yourself that's yeah 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 no feedback there uh but really nice job thank you. you as well creepy story yeah so sad too I don't know where that liners. came
1: from but yeah
0: well it came from history
1: have you heard of that town by the way Pennsylvania? There's some town in Pennsylvania that's like still burning or something.
0: I didn't know that, but Look it up. that that's sounds like something that would be real. Like yeah. from
1: like central coal miner wow. PA.
0: Such a shame. Think of all the all the furnaces. No. <laughs> all the trains that could have been powered by that coal. I,
2: it's it's a wild story. It's a real shame. Yeah. Real shame.
0: And I hope uh, I hope all the miners made it out there okay.
1: Me too. I don't know if it happened from like a collapse or something. Oh, I think yeah. it might just be burning. Yeah, I think it's a abandoned. Or, yeah,
0: yeah. I, well, I would hope so. <laughs> so. All right, guys. Today's the day we go in. Mm, still burning. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. Try again tomorrow. Yeah, they're, waiting. they're waiting. Yeah. Why don't they? Why don't they just pour water in there? Right? I have no idea. It's like we could. We have science. Yeah. Maybe there's some scientific reason that won't work. Probably. But I'm going to pretend that they should just get a hose. And just
1: it's probably as simple as a hose. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's just too far from like the
1: hydrant. Yeah. Like a water source. Yeah. yeah. It's okay.
0: It's, you know, it's too remote to drive a fire truck out there or yeah. something or, or like a pressure washing truck. <laughs> exactly. Anything like that. So just I just let it burn. It. It's a logistical nightmare. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that's the true horror. Yeah. that, we can't get water out there. (laughs) And it never rains in central PA. Never in PA, no. Yeah, never in PA. Well, you would know. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's why you know. You got Pennsylvania facts.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know, yeah. Maybe.
0: Maybe. All right, I got one more scene, and this, well, I'm I'm not gonna say that, we're just gonna do it. Uh, This is called the monosyllabic scene. And the challenge to this is that uh, we're going to try and do each of our lines. Uh, All our words are going to be one syllable. So you can say multiple words. Right. But they got to be one syllable. Okay. So important part of this is that we're really going to need to um, listen to one another, hold each other accountable. Okay. With these one syllables. Okay. All right. And uh, I'll give us a suggestion of a location. We are at a stadium. Okay. We're at a stadium. Don't know. Yep. We're at a stadium and I'll black us out when we're done right, right. monosyllabic <clears throat> scene
2: James the uh, peeps are on the way dang Phil we should gas up the um food
0: For sure. Thanks for the ticks. This game is... Uh, cool? Cool. Is a cool. <laughs> is a cool thing to do
2: with you, Phil. It is a cool thing to do with you. I'm glad you came out.
1: You, you need
2: to have some fun in your life. You know? You're you're not doing
3: stuff.
0: True. I don't know the last time. I left my house. It's been years. Yes,
3: James. Life is out there. And stuff like this is how
0: you do life. I am scared. I
3: know you're scared but the thing is
2: if you just sit in your room and think
1: you go you just die
3: i die life is out here with other peep uh, with peeps
0: Peeps.
2: I like peeps. Good. You are the best peep, Phil. Thank you,
0: James. You push me here. I do. No more scare. You're
3: my bro. So. In law. That's a bro in my book. I care for you.
1: You know, I want you to be glad. To live a glad life. Phil. Yes, James.
0: Don't love my sis.
2: Me don't love your sis? Why not? Love me. I
3: do love
2: you. Phil. That, yes?
0: Love me, not sis.
3: I can't love Sam and you? No. Just me.
1: James, the thing is, Sam has child on the way.
2: And I not have, yours How do you know this? Sam has seen peeps. Sam's been seeing peeps. How many peeps? At least two. Craig? Was it Craig? No. (laughs) Lars? It was Lars. No. Who else is there? That was two. Oh, uh. uh, Me? Me. You? (laughs) Me. You? You sicko. My bad. Yeah. Blackout. (laughs)
0: i'm gonna be honest you started <laughs> listing names and i thought you were trying to remember my name oh, no. and i was like wait no he's answering the question so i got so confused no, you... so then i was like wow i'm just denying him <laughs> and like i got confused i was like "You forgot my
1: name oh yeah, yeah i could see
0: <laughs> and then i was like wait no he's trying to guess who
1: it's hard with it without being able to add the additional content
0: yeah there. who sam is uh <laughs> Uh, with Sam I got so confused I was like oh I'm wrong so then I just had to make it me it was like I had to make up
1: for this yeah well that works in a weird sick and twisted way
0: yeah yeah in a weird sick and twisted way Uh, we do not endorse incest
1: please no inappropriate gross
0: inappropriate illegal actually don't do that (laughs) this is not Game of Thrones Uh, thankfully nothing is because the ending to whatever this is will be better Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yikes. <laughs> Incest. All right. Always, always leave them wanting more. So, Andrew, before yes. we conclude tonight's episode, are there any final words you want to leave us with?
1: Uh, I think just thank you for having me on, man. This was a lot of fun. And uh, I would just say that if you're new to improv or you haven't done improv... If improv seems like something you would never do in a million years, maybe try it out one time at a local theater or wherever, because I think it can offer you so many benefits in, in ways you would never even think about, whether you want to be an actor or whether you just want to have fun or whether you just want to meet some new people or you just want to kind of get out of your head for an hour. Yeah. Um, that's all. Yeah, that's kind of how I want to leave it. Mm. New year, new you, do some
0: Improv get up off your butt don't be like my character <laughs> whose name i definitely remember james james you Sick were phil it. i thought i w-
1: yeah phil yeah, right. yeah, yeah you yeah, were yeah, phil. Phil. phil
0: yep and there was sam yep all right well thank you so much to andrew colin for coming on the show uh as always we'll be back next week with another episode of improv for the podcast but until then we'll see you next time bye bye Improv for the Podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans, edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans, and finally presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.